Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. to this episode of the RPG Show. Uh, my name's Kevin. I'll be the host today. And with me, I have uh, Travis. And what's up, man? What's up? And today we're going to be talking about Cold Steel 4, Trails of Cold Steel 4. Legend of Heroes, Cold Steel 4. Gusecki. That's the fanboys like to call it. Yeah. Um, so it's just going to be us two because Nick didn't play this and no one else is... Uh, as dedicated and or crazy as us to play all these fucking games. <laughs> yeah, everyone else has got like a thousand hours to go to get here, so. Yeah, so the five of you guys that are listening that have actually played all these, good job. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of dedication. I mean, I think I like, told me about Trails games, what, three, four years ago now? Probably three. 2017? Uh. I, I had played Cold Steel one like right before I joined the Discord. I think you were when I had just joined. You were starting one, I think. Yeah, I had so, yeah. a little bit of it, and then you're like, I didn't like, it didn't hook me at first. Because um, I think I was playing on like that PS Direct or whatever, like the where you get all those games you can choose from, you know. Oh yeah. I played it on there first just to mess around with it, and I was like, yeah. I don't know, but then you're like, no, dude, you gotta play this, and it's connected to all this and all that. And so I went back and uh, played the Sky games first, and then I went to Cold Steel. And I mean, the Sky games are like really throwback, old school RPG where I really liked. I really love that, and the story is really good. Where this, like, the Cold Steel games are more like high school, like classroom crap. Where the first, like, I like the Sky games because it's a bracers and all that stuff so um but we're doing four because they just came out we played it and we might do two and three one day but uh they already did one like nick and brent already did cold steel one so and they'll take them it was like was it was one of the last games they did i think yeah um uh cold steel they did cold steel one but obviously brent's not gonna do it and then nick's so far behind that might not ever happen and we're playing it, and we decided, well, might as well do it while it's fresh in our minds, and, you know, we're not going to have to come back five years from now and try, try to re- replay this thing where it's like, it's like 120 hours just, you know, if you do everything. And that's, I mean, that's all side quests and everything like that, if you want to get the good ending. What'd you, what'd you end up maxing out at on hours? 
Travis. Hello? Hey, I lost you. Travis, you there? Hello? Yeah, you there? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I lost you for a second. I wonder if when the thing's cutting out, is it cutting off? I'll just try to keep it on. Um, so, yeah, I had like a little over 100 hours, but I think some of that might have been idling. Because I think how long in the beat has it at 75 hours, which I think is short. I mean, I kind of ran through a lot of that shit. I still think I was probably at close to 90. I mean, if you legit do all the side quests and talk to everyone, it's gonna get. It's over a hundred hours for sure. I was skipping a lot of the fucking scenes that I knew didn't mean shit, and I wasn't doing any quest that seemed like it was gonna take some effort. I was like, nope, I'm not doing that. They like the monster ones and anything that looked like it was simple. The one was where you got like, oh, they give you like a hint, like a clock in this town, in this area. I think it was like a Phantom B one. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even fucking doing that. I'm not going to go fast travel around these towns to try to figure out where the hell this thing is at. In the twist, it wasn't Phantom V. It was, uh, it was, um... Rival? Nope, it was a chick from Crossbell pretending to be him. The English chick. Yeah, it was an English chick. And you end up finding her puppets at the end. Her little puppet guys. Huh. And then, That's kind of interesting. Yeah, and Phantom V was like, he showed up and then pissed off. <laughs> it's like, don't fucking do my shit. <laughs> that fucking dude. That was alright. Um, so anyways, uh, we, we, uh, we're going to break this game down to gameplay, like we usually do. Gameplay, uh, story, visuals, music, uh, overall, and then replayability. Um, we give this a uh, grade on a scale of 1 to 5 with half points because uh, Nick fucked it up in the beginning um, I don't know if that was episode 1 or what but he did so uh, we're going to start with gameplay um, it's a typical turn based RPG um, where you can see and the enemies are on screen so there's not any uh, random battles but you can see all the enemies um Typical turn base, but you can see the turn order, and you can kind of manipulate that a little bit based on Final Fantasy ten. Yeah, on skills, or you can use your S craft if you see a crit coming up. Um, you can do your S craft, so you get the crit with your S craft. <clears throat> um, there's other things that come up on there like uh, hit hit points up or CP up or whatever. Zero arts and yeah, there's a, the the two main good ones are the crit auto auto crit and then zero arts where you automatically yeah. use your art and uh, basically the S craft is is like double damage. So the other ones are you know a little here and there you get some health or you get some CP or whatever. Um, but it's fairly standard, but it does. It's one of those games like uh, I know you and I have talked about this a lot, Travis. You can't just like button mash your way. You have to have a strategy, um, and you have to take some time to develop your own gameplay style because your your style is way different than the way I do it. So, um, but you can't just button mash your way through it. You agree? Oh yeah, totally. You got to have at least some kind of system, especially. I mean, it's a great combat system, I think. Yeah, it's really good. 
Um, so the way I did it, I I was more of an S-Craft uh, guy where I had Reen as my main damage. He is the highest damage dealer. And I had one arts person, which is Muse. And she had her, she had her, uh, I don't know what those orbs are, you get from the cryptids called. They're like super high uh, damage arts. I think it's thing's badass. Um, so I had two of those on her, so... If I had, if I went through more than two of those, I was on a boss. Usually, I could take. If, if Reen didn't kill him with his S craft, then she would go and do her magic with her order um, and just destroy everything. And then I had uh, Laura as my critter, so she had like over fifty crit. So half the time she would crit the enemy. Um, and then Fee was my evade tank, um, where. Her evasion was over 100, so no physical attack would ever hit her. And then she auto counter, and then I had, a, I had the rage orb on there, which would automatically do a crit for a counter. And then <laughs> her um, master quartz was like her crits was up a 300 percent or something like that. So I had like it all like kind of connected. Um, but going back like to kind of more explain gameplay you have your like your standard attack arts which is magic uh craft which is like every uh character's unique attacks and then there's like the s craft which is like a super attack so i guess a super i don't know if s stands for super i don't know um yeah i don't i'm not, not sure either but i imagine um and crafts you have to uh build up your cp i don't know crit points i don't know what the, that stands for um, craft points, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. But to get craft points, you have to attack an enemy. Now, there's like quartz or there's master quartz that automatically give you CP per turn or per enemy killed or per damage you take. Um, so I had Reen with a lot of CP recovering items. There's an accessory. Yeah, so there's an accessory that does that too. So there's a lot of different, different strategies you can use. Um, and then. Uh, arts take. I would say one cool thing about the crafts in this game is, I mean, I didn't really use crafts at all in this game this time around too much, but I mean, a lot of games, like, the more moves you learn, the less you use, like, skills you learned earlier on. Well, in this game, every skill pretty much has a purpose. Yeah, so some characters, like, most characters have a, so magic, you have to kind of, it doesn't happen right away, it hap- it's like a delay for your magic attacks. So if there's some characters that have a, a craft that will negate any kind of uh, magic attack. So if you are fighting a boss and they have like a devastating, you know, magic attack, you can cancel it before their turn comes yeah, up. Yeah, with impede. Yeah, if their turn comes up, then it'll also do a, like a regular attack instead. Now when you're fighting like, <clears throat> you know, characters, they'll just S-craft your ass and you'll be fucked. So it doesn't matter. So... I do feel like when you're in those night battles and you do impede, I don't even see the fucking purpose in it. Like, they still fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, I just kill high attack you, and crit, so I can make sure that I always crit every time. I, I fuck, we'll get into those night battles. Those things are annoying. Yeah, we'll get to those in a second. Um, but yeah, arts. there's arts, which is a magic. That takes EP. Um, this is what I use. Uh, and then there's orders, which are basically like uh, stat boosters that, you know, depending on who is in your party, they give out the the, or the order, and those take uh, what was it called uh, EP brave points, brave points, yeah, BP. 
And you only get brave points by doing a follow-up attack. Right? That's the only way. Uh, yeah, Juna has a move. Other than a couple people have crafts to get it up, and yeah, yeah that's pretty much it. Crafts to get it up, or you can uh, stay at like a, an inn, or do the bath, or the shower, or whatever it is. So there's a couple other ways you can get it up. So like, you know, if you're in the beginning of the game, it's it's really it's not a, there's not an easy way to get your brave points up. Um, so I would just or your your uh, S craft your S crafts or your CP. So I would like go back to the town and then. I did it all the time because fast travel is so fucking nice in that game. Yeah, so the traveling in this game, once you've been to a place once, you can fast travel to it. So it takes a lot. I mean, that saves so much time. Can you imagine how long this game if, if you didn't have fast travel? Holy yeah, shit. And, it, and, it, and there's so many like individual spots you can go in each area, so it's like it really breaks down, so you don't have to walk very far at all for anywhere, really. I was kind of getting annoyed. The, I'm going through like the nightmare run. And having to go back to everything again, I'm like, fuck, I gotta walk through the first time now. But Yeah, yeah, but that's a pain in the fucking ass. Well, another great thing about this game, which they didn't, I don't think they had in the first two, uh, at least initially, was uh, the turbo mode, where... Um, no, yeah, the, the, the ones on... I think the, the PS4 remakes have it, but... But yeah, on the PS3, it was just like the battles and everything. Yeah. Long, or this one, it's like ten times the speed if you want to just blow through a battle real quick. So. Every fucking RPG should have turbo mode, or at least um... turn-based ones that make sense. Yeah, obviously, obviously, you don't want that shit in like a Tales game because you don't want the fucks going on. But no, really, it just makes it. I had turbo mode on. And I was playing like Vantage Match, Vantage Masters, and I wouldn't know what the fuck's going on. Are you playing some? Oh no, it was fishing. You, try... you have turbo mode on fishing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I did all the time with action. <laughs> Still, can't. It's hard to time just regular, but then it's on super fast. Um, so yeah. I think that's basically the battle system. You got anything else you want to add? I don't know. I mean, for the human battle system, yeah, I think you pretty much got it down your, as far as. What was your bat like? Your party and your strategy? Because I just I said mine. So. Um. Pretty much, I did all arts users was the way I kind of broke the game. I used mostly Muse. Emma, those are the those are my main two because she has the order that reduces um, EP cost by eighty percent. Eighty percent for like ten yeah. turns. Yeah, and then Emma, the, I mean, there's she's one of the strongest EP arts dealers in the game, anyways. But her S craft I use a lot because it negates any damage for two turns at two hundred. So because I was playing a nightmare and I was real like. Really trying to break the fucking game pretty bad. I think Emma's if I were to... absorb magic. What? I think doesn't Emma. No, Emma she, she her S craft is the one that puts gives you like uh, invuln. I mean, yeah, invulnerability for two turns. Yeah, but her order is absorb magic, which is good when you're fighting a boss. Yeah. and you know they're gonna do a magic attack, and you can do her order real quick, and they just heal you. So that's... yeah, I do. I don't think I ever. I'm not sure I ever really used hers. I pretty much use Muse, or when you got Ring another in the game when I didn't have Muse. Another person that really breaks the game, if you, yeah. if you want to use him, I never did though, was uh, Usus, because he has like, he kind of has a, his S craft, he has a craft, a regular craft that just... Yeah, it's immunity on four people. Yeah, immunity on four people for like two turns. There's like, that's, that's how I beat like the, one that, like the second or third cryptid where he would just like, he was like 10, 10 or 15 levels above me. And I just know, like, you can see the turn order, so 
if you line it up right, like you do do it right before he attacks, and you're good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I later in the game when you had to break your parties up, he was pretty important. Like he was never in my main. He was always in the second tier when you had to break the parties up. That's because he does have pretty good usefulness. Plus, since I was going really hearts heavy, he's a pretty good art user too. But I mean, I pretty much, I think I was telling you in the thing, like Chrono Burst, if you use Chrono Burst in the, in the arts, it, you go the next turn. So if you use uses Order, which brings your cost down, and you don't really use that much arts, and, I mean, EP, and you just you just cast a spell and if you have like the way i had my setup was so you know there's like the orbs and then stuff on the master courts or if you use like fire spell it's like one play time is like half after using it yeah so i'll just use chronoverse use a spell and they would go they would immediately go again so i could get like six spells off before in a row Damn. doing that and that's how i broke the fucking game that's how i broke the game so i did that with like two or three arch users and I'm casting like 12 to 15 spells that's how I beat the last boss <laughs> I mean he wasn't even really like he barely even went but when he did, when he did go he would fuck kill everybody <laughs> but, but that, so I was like I, I really couldn't have done like if I had played another way I would have got crushed so fucking bad for Paul's was saying in the other discord that he was having a hard time I'm thinking like yeah I guess if you don't break the game that the game probably is pretty fucking hard yeah, basically, I'm almost cheating, really. Well, I mean, it's not cheating. It's there. I don't know so. if it's cheating if it's in the game. Like, it's it's a strategy, so you figure it out a way to win. Like, there's like you, like there's yeah. But I'm saying like when I could the, the few times I couldn't do that, like when I had to fight the three party system on like the airship or whatever, I was getting so pissed because I'm I'm just getting fucking crushed. Like, <laughs> I can't do well, yeah. I can't do what I fucking want to do, and it's aggravating the shit out of me. That chapter two. Um... Uh, yeah, airship one where you're at the very end where you have to break your party and like most of the people that you normally use are you, you have like one one girl you can pick or two guys that you can pick that you know are in your normal yeah. party and then it's like you know all those guest characters where you can't change their courts or their master courts and it's like their setups are so lame <laughs> they're like this there's there's ways to still like get around my my system. It's just more of a pain in the ass. Like I, I think like Tio, she has Chronoverse or has Chronoverse. But, like so you would have to use. She can't really limit her EP cost if you don't have Muse around. So it's like you use it, and you run out of MP. Then you use it. You use Chronoverse again. Then use the EP like heal and bring it. It's just it's a real pain in the ass to do it without Muse on your team. Yeah, Muse. So Rain has a Rain has a good order too. Um, which doesn't negate the cost of EP, but you just go instantly. Like I think it's like five turns, so you don't even need to use Coneverse then. But uh, that's that's just pretty much. Yeah, that's what I did gameplay. Um, it's good. Like it's probably one of the best RPG, like standard RPG gameplays that I've that I can think of. Um, I'd put it in in the top ten, maybe top five for combat systems personally. Because even though I kind of broke the game, or and there's other ways to break the game, obviously you were doing shit with Fee and the Vade all that. Like you have to, you have to really put a lot of thought into how you're setting that oh, up. Yeah. It's not easy to do. Like when it, when you you take it takes some time to get your orbments kind of organized the way you want them, so you can get everything in there and get the right ones and the right people. 
Because Fee, like, she's the only one that can be your evade tank for the first game until, like, the last chapter. Because I think she starts off with, like, 25 evade, like, just base stats. And there's not... I tried to use... Sarah's, like, the only other one that can even be even halfway decent as one, but she's nowhere near, like, Fee. Yeah, she's close. And then, like, in my second run through where I have enough quartz, like, she's my she's my second evade tank. So when we have to do that split battle, she's going to be my second group. So um, that same strategy where... Uh, and then there's also a, a master quartz where all enemies, like, 90% of the time will focus on that character. So, like, everyone was going for Fee. So that... And then... Huh, yeah. I, like, didn't even look at a lot of the master quartz because... Every one of my people pretty much had the same one on one, just about. Well, there's some was, there's some really good uh, arcs. There's some like basically game breaking quartz where um, there's one where it'll revive you if you die. Like if you get it to ten, it's twice per battle. So if you have that, you really don't. Because I think it, you revive and you have like 100 CP or something like that. So then you can just S craft them. <clears throat> But, uh, and then there's another one, uh, what is that, Quartz, where outside of battle, it just recharges your CP. You know what I'm talking about? I think it's Emblem. Yeah. That's like, yeah. I just had that in Reen when I was going through the dungeons, and so that way, all the regular battles, I just S-crafted them. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's nice. I had the one where Arts do critical, and then, uh, Arts... Then damage gives you EP back. So I wouldn't like when I went like five six turns in a row. I wasn't running out of EP. Yeah. So I had my Muse. She had Virgo, which is seventy percent chance of doing arts do critical damage, and then she had Pandora, where arts have a deal critical damage sixty percent of the time. So I don't know how the, how that works out, like the math wise. I don't know if that's every time then. And then I think I think things do stack. Because I, I would stack, like, the, you know, EP costs in half or EP costs a third. If you put post, both those together, it does stack. So I, I assume most things stack in this game. So then, like, uh, she had Pandora was her main quartz, which damage increased by 100%, but EP consumed is multiplied by 1.5. But then you turn on her her order, and then everything's, like, 300 EP. And then I had, like, other, like... Uh, uh, accessories on her that will give her EP back during battle and stuff. I don't know. I, there, eventually, you get enough. If you do all the side quests and everything, you get all these awesome quartz and accessories. Where um, the game's still hard, honestly. Like you can still, if you don't pay attention, you'll get crushed. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So like when I was doing, what I was doing when things didn't, I couldn't do what I wanted to do. I was get like the chancellor's move. He killed. He kill like he kill everybody. <laughs> he kill everybody easily. With the when I actually like I was like I kind of let off for a second because I was trying to do something with Juna. But I get my try to get my brave points back and with Juna, and so I like let off of my spells for a minute. And he just like killed everybody. But luckily I had the um something on that brought somebody back. But uh, I was like, God damn. But yeah, uh, the battle system is great. So uh, that's for the humans. Yeah, and then... I am not. Well, then there's the mech battle system, which it's been a thing since the first game, but the first game was like you didn't do the mech battle until the very, very end. Very, yeah. Like That's why I didn't battle. beat that game. And then the second game, it's not that much. 
And then the third game, it's like... Second game, the second game is still is still Stizzerine. Yeah. And uh, what the fuck what the fuck is this night called? Um, I think I should know the name. What's his? What's the guy's name? Um, Valmar. Valmar, yeah. Is this Valmar too? Yeah. Still, three, three is when they start giving you more people and starts opening up. I think in two you still have a partner there, right? You have like you can switch the partners out, but you can only control Reigns Knight. Right. Yeah, and then, yeah, three, and then three, you get, three, you get multiple ones, and then four kind of... I don't think four and three do anything really different until the very end. The very end, they give you those one move against Rufus, and then another move against uh, Osborne. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, really why are you waiting to the very end of the game? One move is just heals everyone, and then you... Can... Oh, I need, oh I, need, I need to do that like a motherfucker. <laughs> one like, like, revive every, the whole party, and then uh, McBurn gives you, like... I think that's what you get from McBurn, right? You can only use it one time. Yeah, when you fight Rupert, it lets you have this order where like, things do 30% damage for like four turns or some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I need, I, yeah, but it uses like three ray points, so it's like kind of got to be slick with it if you want to use Unite with that on, which is what I had to do. They're not like there's not a lot of strategy that goes behind these battles. It's like you hit their weak point and then you. No, it's 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 so fucking stupid. And, like if you die against them and you come back and it, which I appreciate, it, it tells you where the weak points at. So it's like, why is there even like why is there even a weak point? Like I don't to me it makes no sense. I think it's just I think it's kind of shitty, really. Okay, so I have a one in three chance to find out the weak point, but once I find it, I know it for good. I, I, I just don't understand. Other games now that all. Spoilers, there's no more uh, I guess there's... Yeah, I was about to bring that up too. There's still mechs, I guess, like the regular mechs, but there's not really any, like, Balamars or anything. They all went bye-bye. Yeah, so I'm hoping that it's over and done with. Yeah. I was a kind of a Cold Steel anime fucking thing anyways. I'm hoping, going forward, they just maybe do some different things with the regular combat system. Because, I mean, they've been slowly improving on it since... Guy, so might, might as well keep trying to do something. Yeah, I mean the battle. I mean, I think as much as as much as I love Chronoverse because I broke the fucking game with it, I kind of hope they get rid of it because then maybe I'll have to think differently in the next game. Well, you remember how broken uh, Yuna's order was in the three? They definitely nerfed it until you got her upgrade. Because you just broke, yeah. Like in three, I, I remember I just broke everyone. Well, I guess that's another part of the battle system. You can break people, which is and then which, their defense goes down. Yeah. That's the thing in this game too. It's like all the bosses, as soon as you get down them down half the life, they like all get like strength increases and their life gets boosted and their speed, everything gets like a boost. It's so crazy. Like, yes, it, I wish it was like you know, it's an, it's a, really hard bosses they would do that, but it's like every boss and it's annoying. It is annoying because like you go from doing like for me, I was doing like thirty some thousand dollars for this spell, now all of a sudden it's doing like eighteen thousand. I'm like. It's yeah, it's kind of aggravating. Over and over again. At least now I did the auto fucking regen, other than that one plant. Yeah. That shit pissed me off a lot. That shit pissed me off so bad in three. Like every uh, night you fall on the third one, that shit. It's like you pretty much had to pull uh, a thing where you <laughs> lined everything up and killed it all in a certain time, or otherwise it's gonna end up gaining all its life back. You have to break them with Yuna and then use all your S crafts at once, or all your yes, yeah. yes. That'd be the only way to kill him. Cause that, like, 
after after they come back from their being broken, they come back like double powerful. That doesn't make yeah, and some doesn't and some sense. of the bosses. It's like they're broken, and then but you have like two turns for the unbroken again. And I'm like, one okay, I don't, like yeah, bunch of, bunch of bullshit. Like, can't everybody at least go one time? <laughs> well, that's what I would say. My S crafts to break. Like, if yeah, you, you have to break them with your S craft. So yeah, it's a lot of there's a lot that goes into it. See, that's another thing where my little bullshit with the chrono burst would would help me when they're broken because I could just go like six turns in a row while they're broken. Yeah. It's just aggravating sometimes that they can come back so easily after it takes so long to break some people. But yeah, the or for me, for me, the mech battles are kind of meh. I'm not. I'm they they're the one of the least part favorite parts of the battle system for me. Like they're just boring. Yeah, it's boring because there's no there's no strategy. Me and you and everybody else is probably doing the same exact shit. Yeah, you find a weak point like, and you just break them. Or like you said, you were doing like I was just stocking up on the brave point items just to get shit over with faster. Oh yeah, you can get those items. Like that's what I'm gonna do for this, like, <laughs> this, this last chapter of the run. I'm just gonna get all the CP or was it e what are BP? Yeah, all the BP feeling. Yeah. So that way I can just go BP hit them twice. Use my unite attack and refresh. Did you did you have a lot of heat material at the end? Because uh, a couple people in the other Discord were saying like they thought they were pretty limited too compared to the other ones. Oh, yeah, but I thought I was. Much. That's why I spot some on on the store because you can buy a hundred for like two bucks or something like that. So that's. I wonder if they did that intentionally. Oh yeah, that's. I did. I did. I did feel like I was like, goddamn, I ain't got like. I felt like in the third one and the other ones, like at the end, I have plenty where I can make like everybody's pretty much a badass weapon. Yeah. This one, I'm like, goddamn, I don't. I couldn't make but one fucking weapon. I couldn't make any of the. I made one of those orbs, the power orbs. That's all I can make. Yeah. Then I just put the rest on uh, divine night items. Yep. So yeah, those are the. Hello? Uh, okay. Those are the mech battles. Um, the other things in gameplay is the fishing game, which has pretty much been the same the whole time. I was going to say, like, your, your characters, uh, they have weapons, armor, shoes, and then two accessories, um, which has been the same in every game. And then uh, every chapter, basically, you can get new weapons, maybe twice a chapter, and new armor. Yeah, I didn't even upgrade weapons half the time because I was, since I was using mostly um, arts, yeah, only, it barely affected their. They get, eight. Uh, they get arts boost with their weapon. It's like yeah, but it's like fifteen and twenty, and to me, like I, I didn't, well, I, I wasn't playing a lot of enemies, so I didn't have a lot of money. So I, what money I did had went to armor. Yeah. Um, and then another part of the the battle system is like orbments, which has been in all the games. So that's core. Uh, it's it's of, way better in Cold Steel though. It's fucking stupid in Sky, where you got like mix the shit together. So you have quartz. It's kind of like the material system, and you have so many slots, and each quartz will give you a stat boost or give you a certain magic attack. Um, and then you have two master quartz, which is like a bigger quartz that gives you bigger stat boosts and certain spells from a certain family. Um, but the second master quartz, you only get the first uh, ability of it, and then. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the the basics of that. Uh, the, you do find some uh, super powerful quartz that you kill from like this five powerful bosses, and they drop a an awesome quartz where it gives you like a hundred attack, hundred defense, and this awesome spell that 
basically it will break any boss so it makes it worth yeah it. i only got only got i did the i got the two attack ones i didn't get the healing ones there's three attacks what does the healing one even do? Because Seraphic Ring brings everybody back to life, full health. One so what does the healing one even do? Back to life with 100 CP, and the other one gives you 200% hit points. Oh, okay. So that okay. So that's pretty nice then. <laughs> It'll like double your hit points. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know what that. They, I couldn't find. I don't know what the hell the other two were. Um, one was on the like the beach. Uh. Oh uh, yeah, was that like from when you fought it in the third one? Yeah. Okay, because I remember you walked by there and they said something about it, and they're like, "Oh, we don't need to go there now." And then one's in that stargazer tower from the third game. Um, I got that one. That was the fucking other attack one. And then there's one on the island. Fire on the island. You go to. I must not got that one. You have to fight a magic knight on the other side of the island if you go explore the whole island. So. I can't remember. There's another one. I can't remember where it's at though. Um, but yes, so there's side quests you can do also part with part of gameplay. So basically, after you do a dungeon, you go back to your ship or your town, depending on what chapter you're on. <clears throat> and then there's like side quests you can do, or um, so like different side missions that you can get quartz from. And for this game, if you want the true ending. You have to do all the side quests. Well, that actually is not true, apparently. Really? At the, yeah, they. I don't know if they patched this in or what. So when I was playing it, I was like, you said something like you had to do everything. And then Alex um, from RB Gamer, or Paul's was like, oh, um, did you get the true ending? And I was like, no. I was like, I don't even know if I really want it. And she's like, oh, you really need to do it. She's like, it's great. I promise you. And I'm like, well, I, I think you're going to think it's great because it's probably a happy ending and I'm going to think it's stupid. But uh, Alex is like, she was like, but you can't do it if you do everything. And Alex went and checked. And all you do is you go back to like, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, you go back to that save file and it'll ask if you want to go after chancellor or before so you go you pick before the fight and you warp outside and then you can do that mission where you um that quest where you fight the monster on the ground that gives you the thing it lets you do that right away and you don't have to do all the other shit i did not know that yeah so i didn't know that either so, so alex was like yeah go do that and then go back and then fight the chancellor again and then you'll be able to unlock thing well you, if you the, all, the, the only drawback is what i was telling you is like every i all the items you used up against chancellor and everything like all your like because i used up a bunch of the brave items and all that stuff like the brave seeds and all that bullshit yeah all, all that shit is gone so i was kind of really limited but yeah i had to do everything and i was able to get it without watching youtube so i don't know if i was patched in because people maybe were a little upset that yeah if you miss i go back to because like one fucking day yeah, when I was uh, reading it on the internet, like it's like if you miss all the, if you miss any of those side quests, then that one with Tobal won't show up. He'll like t when you go back to your ship after you do all the side quests, you'll be like, hey, you we got this thing we gotta do, and you gotta find uh, what are those? They're like gods or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but so I mean that's cool to, if there was a patch in, or I don't know, maybe misinformation was out there off the get go that you had to do everything. But whatever, it's cool that you don't. 
at least you get, at least it gives you the opportunity to go back and do it at the very end. Yeah, and it's really it is worth fucking seeing. We'll get to it. Yep. And then there are uh, bonding moments um, where you can bond with the characters, and some of them are you're like a love, love interest. Fucking skip all those. <laughs> Um, I did all of them, of course, so I get the trophies, but, uh, Lord what they, I don't even understand the point of them, really. That's because that's what people like. Some, a lot of people like No, them. I'm saying, like, what is the point of, like, the bonding? Anyway, that, I guess it kind of helps in battle at some point, but at some point, after, like, what, four stars, it doesn't mean anything anyways. The store, like, the, like, in the previous game, would it, like, mean, like, you're in battle, you guys would do better and stuff, but this one, it doesn't, doesn't yeah. connect at all. Right, so I'm just like, it's just fucking weed bullshit is all it is. Everybody wants Rain's fucking penis. Yeah, and then at the end, um, it doesn't really, like, the, your love interest doesn't, all it is is, like, a picture on Rain's desk. Like, what the fuck? There's no, like, story to it? I, I, didn't, ha I didn't have a picture, because I, I, I went on dates with Elliot, so. <laughs> <laughs> I had Laura and me's picture on the desk, because Laura's my girl. I don't. Maybe I didn't have a picture, but I know I went on dates with. Uh, it might have been Muse because Muse was the one that I. I think I had the most with. I didn't go on no dates with her. I went on dates with all with Elliot. There you go. I was like, I'm gonna try to fuck this game over. I'm not gonna play the game they want me to. Um. So yeah, you can do that, and then you can do their side stories, which I did like the some of the side stories and even the bonding events where. Uh, one of them, you went with Crow, and he went. You know, he wants to like the people from uh, Cold Steel One, like his buddies that died. He talked to like their families and stuff. So there's some like there's some uh, closure on some of the stuff. And then you like I like the whole training montage with Reen and Laura. You did where you fought the last boss from Cold Steel. So I don't know. I thought that was all cool. Yeah, I mean. I think if you're more invested into the Lauren story than me, then I think a lot of the quests are probably a lot very worthwhile. So, yeah. I just so ag aggravated with a lot of the shit. Um, and then the uh, rest of the gameplay I think of there's like some mini games, um, fishing, yeah, cooking, you got the card game which is Vantage Masters. I mean, like, 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 I didn't play the card game at all. Um, and this one, I played it very little in the third one, but it's pretty in depth for a uh, mini game. Oh yeah, I really liked that one. I mean, it's it was it was a uh, it's one of those things you have to do to get the trophy. But I didn't it didn't bother me because I kind of enjoyed like I had lost one battle the whole time. It was like the first one because I couldn't remember how to play right, so I lost the very first battle. And after that, I didn't like I had uh, my card set up perfectly and I had the right mix and I had fun with that. <clears throat> um, there's like books to collect and apparently the the main book series in this game are the characters that are going to be in this third one or not the third one but like this next game that's coming out it's like an in-between game kind of like Trails in the Sky 3 do you do you read all the like I started off reading them as I could do in all of them and then like after I'm like five hours in I'm like um, I just don't have time <laughs> <laughs> to read all this shit anymore I do uh, after I beat the game so I'm gonna go after I go through this nightmare game mode I'm gonna go through and read them but like one of like in the first game it was like the Tollball story or maybe it was in Sky like if you read the books it was like the story of Tollball and then you get to play as Tollball in like Cold Steel 2 so that was kind of cool 
I mean, I mean, a, a lot of like the news and the books and all that stuff, they're very interesting for the world building and all that stuff. So, like, I wish that I did read them, but I guess I just, I don't know. I just don't, for whatever um, reason. There's another swimming side quest you can do in the game if you, if you do a certain part. Um, all that I really did was the fishing. My son, he would love when I did the fishing, but then he'd get pissed off if we'd catch the same fish that you already seen. <laughs> He's like, all right, yeah, all right. And then he go back in his in room. And then there's like, Landon, Landon, come here. Yeah, there's that pom pom party. Uh, what is that? I even I never once looked at what that was. It's basically Doctor Mario, and you have to play against another, you know, character. And it gets harder as you go, and they're annoying because they're not easy. So I spent a good amount of time cussing at that. Uh, and then the last thing I can think of are like the landscape photos. So, and you think anything else? I'm thinking. No, I mean there wasn't any um, mini games at the carnival thing, was there? Okay. Um. Just stupid rides, right? Yeah, this is a ride. Oh, I guess the uh, one. The one ride is like a shooting game. Oh yeah, that's what me and Elliot were doing. But I, I would, I just put the controller down and walked away because I didn't really give a shit what they had to say. Yeah. So you can do that. And come back and they're like, oh, we, we didn't do very good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's it. So I guess we can uh, do our likes or dislikes. I know we kind of said it. Is there anything else that really stands out uh, for me? Like dislikes, uh, the the night battles are annoying. Um, I mean, I think some of the, like the game's kind of bloated to me, like the gameplay wise, like there's a lot of filler stuff. Um, but can't really think of anything I really hated. What about you? Oh, pom pom party. I hated that shit. Ads <laughs> that I can't comment on that motherfucker. What about your likes? Like pretty much everything else. Yeah, I liked every. I liked a lot of it. Like, uh, I liked the battle system, and you know, just like every trails game, every time you like have a free moment, like all the characters and all the towns like say different things. So if you're invested in a certain character or story, you can see it. Like the one in this game that I liked was that little like pet monster that little girl had in the magic town. I don't know if you. Oh know. yeah. Every time you like, no, I, I know you talking about, but I didn't go back. Yeah, every time you talk to her, you kind of like see how that how that relationship is going, and then you find out at the very end that uh, the spell never worked. That the monster was just like her friend. Like she didn't, the spell didn't work the first like when she did it in the very beginning. So I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, I like to. Uh, I just uh, I love these games. I mean, at this point, I've pl I'm probably oversaturated with them because I played them like for three years I mean there's a point when the in between games is like five years so I kind of the the OG people that played this when the first like the Sky games when they first came out they probably love it but I mean I'm just kind of getting burnt out I don't know about you yeah I mean I'm pretty burnt out I mean there are people that aren't there's people who are just like re, like replaying all of them before 4 came out I'm like what the fuck how in the flying fuck and you dedicate like five hundred fucking hours to the release of a game that's about to come out. 
Plus, there's just so many other things I want to play, you know? I just can't but do I it. Love, I love this series, well, like, I love this series so much, and I love everything about it. Uh, I'll, I'll play every game that comes out, but I'm not, I can't, like, I have to do it all at once. I, I won't be able to come back to it again, you know? Yeah. So I can give it my all when I'm playing it, but after that, it's just hard to get back to because it's such a time commitment. One thing we um, didn't bring up was the um, hot spring. Oh. <laughs> Which I, after like the first three or four, I was like, I see where this is going. I skipped every single one of them. Like, I don't even want to fucking, I don't even want to see what kind of bullshit y'all come up with. Yeah, where everyone's on Reed's nuts in the hot spring, yeah. Yeah, it's like, the first one was like somebody was, I think they were like grabbing all over, was it Juna's boobs or somebody's boobs in the beginning? <laughs> And I'm just like, all right, I, I see everyone. I don't, and then the next couple of them was like the principal Urella come in there, and another one. I was like, all right, it's every, so, so every one of these is gonna be perverted. So I don't, I'll just skip these from now on. Yeah, pretty much is like them being perverted or uncomfortable. So yeah, it's not. Yeah, it, it it's a Japanese culture type stuff. So I don't. I think it's not the same. It's different over there than it is here. So I don't know how. I there's nothing really redeeming about it i guess so yeah Plus, um, it's a that that will get all my dislikes is that dumb shit um the uh like you said the night fights and they're just boring and repetitive and on nightmare they were just fucking hell sponges and it just you're just doing the same shit every fucking like you're doing the same exact shit every fight yeah. Not like one fight's any different than the other. They're the same exact fight with just more health or three nights instead of one. It's just stupid. But everything else, as far as gameplay wise, I think I pretty much like. Like uh, the fast travel system is fucking solid. Combat's awesome. The only thing I might add that I didn't like is like the guest characters that you couldn't control their courts. Like I get it in the first couple chapters, but. The very last super, like the very last battle. Yeah, yeah, it's. Like, but but it, I would say in their defense, I feel like they threw those characters at you at the very end again. Because I was a nightmare, and I was like, I think I was telling you before, like I'm worried that when I get to the end, they're gonna they're gonna pull that bullshit on me, and I, I'm gonna get fucked because I can't break the game. I want to break it, and I'm just gonna ask me because, <laughs> I mean, I knew I would, um, but it seemed like those fights were all really not that hard for what they should have been to me, even though Nightmare. So I feel like they just threw, they just wanted you to get one last run with the characters, because those battles were not as hard as they should have been. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't struggle that hard. Like, I thought I was pretty bad, um, but I didn't. So it is annoying that you can't control them, though. Like, well, just you... let me control at least a couple characters. Yeah, it was fun, like, having... Uh, like all the Sky team together and all the Crossball team together. Some of them you had in your fun, like Sharon and uh, whatever Diwali or whatever her name is. You had them on your team like five minutes, five minutes prior, and now all of a sudden they're locked in on orbs. Like what the fuck? Yeah, the that one, the one crew you did, you did where, we had, where we had like Zeno and the, that crew and uh, the Maidens. Like that was a weak crew. Like that one, I was like, oh, this sucks. Oh yeah, yeah, that. Yes, that crew was garbage, and I was very like concerned that I was never going to get through that battle. But I don't think I even died, surprisingly. Yeah, so I was last, pretty fucking the last, shocked. The last stage where um, there's like 
five sub dungeons all the guest characters have to run through so the main cast can go to the main dungeon <laughs> like it's it's yeah that's, just, dungeons, that's kind of oh, gameplay issue there like that there's those dungeons they're a little bit repetitive and that last one was fucking ridiculous yeah so the it should never be that damn long the length of the final dungeon is just ridiculous like it is Ugh, yeah, it took me like. And you, like, and I've I, I've voted pretty much every enemy. It still took me like probably t- over two hours, but easily. Yeah, I'm thinking, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! If you imagine if you fought every enemy in there, because I'm sure they're all hell sponges. Like I, I fought some of them here and there, but most of them I fought everything. <laughs> I did fight every enemy. Yeah. Took, that's why it took me three days to get through the whole dungeon. Oh was, god damn, dude! I could it's because I could do like one dungeon a night, but like one run like. One or two, like, parts of the dungeon a night, you know? Because it took forever. So. Yeah. Oh, I've, what, what fucking level were you in? If I can pull it up. I was 143 when I beat it. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. Mainly because uh, knocking out points off for the mech fights. Uh, let's see. My final, my final group was one forty nine. Oh, damn, I'm shit. So all that, all that monster fighting didn't really get you too many levels, did it? No. Really? Nope. Did they have shiny palms in this one? No. They have the gold palms. I never. I noticed it needed them, and I was like, huh. You can buy them online if you want to. Oh really? Yeah, you only have to fight them. I mean, I like I like this the system that Trails had with them. I mean, Sky, where you just f- fucking fight a couple and then avoid everything else. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm gonna give it a four as well. Uh, I loved it. Like I liked the game. I'm just getting uh, burnt out of it. So I'm sure if I played this game, like literally, I played one a year ago, and then that like right. So we we just played it a year ago. Last year I played it. You know that was that was a hundred and some hours, and then I think I played one and two that same year, so I can get the platinums on both the. Well, I think I played them again. Yeah, you did. I had my saves, and I put them. I played the PS4 version because I originally played them on PS3. So I played one, two, and three last year, and this year I played four, and then the year before that I played one, two, one and two, and I think I played all Sky, like one, two, three of Sky. No, in 2017, I think I played Sky. I don't know. Really? It, it's, been, no. it's been a lot. But, uh... Yeah, that's hard to keep track of time, really. Yeah, Sky, I think's my, like, probably my, like, Trails of Sky 1 and 2 basically, like, one game, so that's probably my favorite, one of my favorite games ever. Alright, uh, first music break is uh, Brent's pick, uh, main theme. It's called A Changing World from the Depths of Darkness.
All right, so now to story. Uh, usually Nick does this, and he's pretty good at remembering all the little details. Uh, me and you will try to give our best uh, summarization of the story, which is like four games long now, and it includes yeah. games from all the other games, which also are uh, part of the story that go into this somehow. Um, just... There's gonna be spoilers, and if you ever, we probably already spoiled a bunch of stuff already. Um, so just be aware yeah. that we're gonna be spoiling the shit out of this. And we're gonna tell, talk about the whole story, and give our thoughts on it. <clears throat> um, so start off with uh, this game. It like this game starts two weeks, I think, after the last game, and is it two weeks? Yeah, I think it's two weeks. Or the prologue, or before that, you start. I think it's like two months or something. I don't know. Uh, it's not that long of a time period, but the. Uh, well, I'm looking at this prologue summary. Two weeks after the events surrounding the Grawl. Okay, so it's two weeks after. You start off as like the SSS, right? Uh, well, it's like a mixture of Estelle, and we got Estelle Lloyd, Josh. And Ellie, I think. Yeah. So it's like the two protagonists from and, and, yeah. and the little girl, Raina, Renee, or whatever. Rhea, or what? Yeah. So the the previous two game protagonists you get to play as, um, you go through the tower and you're trying to figure out what happened with, uh, with Reen from the third game. Basically, is what's what's going on. You're trying to get some data. Um, they, but who was up there? And you, I forget who was up there. Uh, it was like. Uh, Lisa's dad, like Black Ulbrich, um, McBurn. Oh yeah. And they they knew you. They knew you were going to do it. Yeah. Once again, they're one step ahead of you. Yeah, they knew you were going to be there. McBurn, Black Ulbrich, and I think the other. What's her name? I can never remember her name from Crossbell. Oh, um, Maribel. Like Maribel, Maribel. Yeah, that bitch. Yeah, they're up there and they fight them, and then uh, you would. Then you start over as Juna, Kurt, and Altina, and you're like in this little dream. Uh, yeah, what I don't, what is going on there? With that beginning where it's like Rain's like name is scratched off and like trying try to make it seem like he doesn't exist. Like I don't understand. His name is lost or something. I don't know. Like what? Like puts like like a, like I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand that either. Because uh, it happens to that one. Like if you go fight that god thing. At the very end of the game, his name scratched off too, but then you bring it back somehow because you fight him. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff in this game where the the story kind of it kind of did the easy that went the easy way out uh, with what they they kind of made everything okay like for everyone else like everything was like the clerk curse's fault, which I guess we'll we'll get into. Um, basically, the last game, Reen. Uh, went full uh, ogre mode and lost control because he's the he's the curse or he's the he's the sacrifice for the curse. Yeah, the sacrifice, sacrifice, yeah, he's the sacrifice. Whatever that means, they don't really explain that too well. But he's the one. Like so, back back when he was a kid, his dad, which is the emperor, which you find out in the first game. Spoilers. <laughs> Um, yeah. Get somehow okay. Even more before that, 
his dad, who's the emperor, is the reincarnation of like the guy who created Erebonia, right? His dad's the chancellor. The emperor is the uh, the other the Alfin's dad, correct? Right? Isn't that what they call him? Well, I'm talking about the uh, the one from like 400 years ago, Thor's military. Oh. Oh yeah, 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 What's yeah. Name? The guy that created Thor's. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the, uh, the Iron Maiden's like lover. Yeah. So that guy is reincarnated as uh, Chancellor, and somehow, yeah. what are the like the the droids or whatever they're called? What are they called in this game? What droids? Like Falmar. What are those called? Divine Knights. Divine Knights. Okay, so some somehow the Divine Knight became self-aware and wanted to take over the world. Is basically what the curse is. Right oh, for the Ebon Knight. Yeah. Right. Um. And he's been. I, I, he, was, he was haunting. He was like. He was. Yeah, he was haunting that guy. He was hunting. He was he was haunting Dracul's, which is the original emperor of uh, Erebonia, Erebonia. in his old age. And he's like, no, in the 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 uh, the divine knight's like, well, I'll haunt you for your soul for your, all eternity or something like that. And then he died, and then he was reincarnated, so his soul is back. And then. Uh, Reen's dad was fighting him off his whole life, and then some kind of Jaeger attack attacked his uh, house, and his wife died, and his kid was dying. And to save Reen, he gave his heart to Reen somehow. <laughs> and then that's how he became the sacrifice, because then uh, the Chancellor uh, became... I guess the host for this divine night somehow, right? That's basically what happened. Yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, he gives his heart to or to Rain to be the, the sacrifice. Then he takes on like the bad part. He ends up doing all that as a good thing at the end anyways because he has to do it so I don't really understand the only way to fully defeat the curse is to give him corporeal form again but not full corporeal form because that would destroy the world but they make it seem like the Chancellor did like did all this because like cause he had to do all this well he didn't fucking know all that when he gave Rain when he begged for Rain's life and gave his heart up he, how the fuck would he have known that it would all come down to this well, maybe once he did that, that's what he figured out he had to do. Well, I don't, you would think he would have known any fucking thing until um, the Emperor showed him those black books or whatever. And so, oh yeah, this is what has to happen. I don't, I don't understand how he would know. I, I, that's one part I'm very confused on. Yeah. It's like almost like he, he was never really being a piece of shit. So the Every, Ebonite, everything he... The Ebonite Ishmelga is the source of the curse. How, they don't explain it, because there's other knights, but they're all weaker compared to him, but they don't explain that. So, that's part of the story that kind of, like, they lost me. Like, once I once I found all that, like, I stopped getting, like, 
the story kind of went downhill for me. Like I stopped giving a shit. Yes, I agree. It's like, I, well, I guess as we try to explain the rest of the story, we can c- come back to this because that's at the. But anyway, end so of it. at the end of the third game, Reen went full out. His the curse started. They killed. They tried to kill Altina, but then Million died. Saving Altina. Became the sword to help save Altina. And because of that, she died, basically, because she's a homunculus, which is she has a grown in a in a vat, but she still got a soul, I guess. But, um, uh, but she's annoying, anyways. She became a sword for Valmar. And then they fought the Chancellor, and he still won. But then, I don't know, like, they put this mask on people, and they, be, they can mind control them like Crow... How he was controlled. Sieg, Sieg. Sieg, so. Anyways, uh, Reen got captured by the Chancellor, and then you wake up as the kids, because who saved him? Uh, Emma saved everyone, right? He teleported? Yeah, 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 Emma got got everybody out of there. Emma teleported the kids out, and then they wound up in the magic village, her village. She didn't teleport Muse out, though. Muse used her little feather thing to go somewhere. Right. That, that Vita gave her. Yeah, so she went back to her town, but then uh, Emma was teleport, teleported Kurt, Yuna, and Altina out. And then you wake up as them in Act 1. And Act 1 is basically getting new Class 7 back together because Ash, in the first, in the last game, he shot the Emperor because he was also under the curse. So like all this shit is like all explained because of the curse. Everyone, everything, everything, everyone that ever did anything bad besides Eustace's uh, brother, oh. basically, like was because they had a. You talking about the fourth game? Yeah. 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 The... Everyone who did everything better, in three and four, yeah, everything who did something bad was was under the curse. Yeah. So that, like that whole blanket like curse thing that's like such a cop out to me. Like if they're gonna be bad, it make, make them bad. Like make them have their own reasons, not because a curse took them over. Like. Like it makes yeah, it's, it makes it seem like no nothing everything anyone ever does is gonna have a consequence because there's gonna be some bullshit reason they're gonna excuse it. Like, yep, Crow's back on the team now, but he, you know, he shot the emperor in the first game. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's a fucking terrorist. Yeah, he started a terrorist. He started a civil war. Yes, but he died. Oh, yeah, when he's reborn. He he came back. Now, fucking Georg fucking blows fucking causes Laura's dad to lose his arm and the um, Oliver to lose his eye, but he is this like he didn't know what he was doing. Well, he He's... didn't know he had, a, he had he could come back to them. He didn't know he had a choice. <laughs> yeah, like fuck off. Yeah, some of those st- things are stupid. So, anyways, the first yeah, the first act is that so you start you it's like you go through each like each one's from like a different point of view from each. Juna or in Alley, if I believe. Yeah, and the you get start off as Juna. You get you get a Muse back, and she's like the master strategist behind everything. That when you get Muse back, that pissed me off so fucking bad because I'm like, okay, here is an awesome setup. Like you got these two fucking countries, or these two big armies that are about like to go to war. It's like stupid and shit here. I'm like, okay, this is fucking pretty fucking cool. It's weird that Musei is like so fucking smart that she can just predict every fucking thing that's ever going to happen, and no, everyone else is just fucking stupid, I guess. Yeah, she does like the uh, like, all right, the thing in like, <laughs> uh, what was it called? Um, that movie 
where he does all the math in his head for the card tricks. Like music, like, um, where she's like, Rayman. Yeah, she's like Rayman's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when they're like when you see like bits and pieces of what she's doing, like in her conversations. He's like, oh yeah, oh, that Rayman, must take a lot right? out of her. She I'm like, what the fuck is she Rayman even doing? Movie? Like, what is she doing? She's like going through scenarios like, in her head. Yeah. But the one yeah, she... it's like she gave this whole. Uh, I lost you again. Yeah, you there? I don't understand why it keeps doing that. I don't know, man. Uh, oh, well, we'll stop. No, there's no reason to complain about it on here. But yeah, she has this cool, cool speech about, uh, what is it, Mirage Mott? What's her um, whole operation called? I don't care. I don't know. I mean, I like her operation. It's a good, cool thing. If they would actually follow through with it, and would be like, oh, no, we're going to find a third path. Yeah, just like Cold Steel 2. That's what, that's what I was trying to say earlier, and I, what I said in the other Discord. It's like four is to three, like two is to one. It's like instead of just letting the war be happened and you be part of the war, like any other fucking game, you have to be like these weird third path, all goody bullshit. Mill Mirage is the third path. Okay, yeah, like uh it's just, I don't know. It, it really aggravated me. I was really thinking that we would join her and her army and we would just take down the fucking Chancellor. Like, that's what I wanted. I wanted, like, a political war, Sukadin style shit. And they, obviously, they made it very clear really early on once you got the views that that was not going to happen. Right. You, basically, in the first act, you just go through all that bullshit. You get everybody back. And then you get you don't get Reen back in the first act, right? No, then it comes like to that mid act, like mid act break between one and two. What, so at the end of act, is end of act one when you fight the prince and all that with Muse? Uh, yeah, in the in that big valley. Yeah. Yeah. Then and, like the, all the ships come in, they're like all like firing at each other and shit. Yeah. Yeah, her whole thing was that she got uh. Um, Urella, or how do you say her fucking name? That's her like leader, and she has Vita. Yeah, it's like her two big things. So yeah, uh, then, then you everyone gets back together, and then you're like, we gotta go save Reen, and then so you all break into the black workshop, because um, that's what you're doing. Also, is your there's irregular irregularities in the spirit vein, so you have to go put this thing in the spirit vein so that they become normal. And then when they're all back to normal, you can see where the black workshop is. So then, oh yeah, that's right. So then you take your group and all the old class seven joins you as well. Um, of course, of course. And you have to hear the name class seven at least once every other sentence. We're all class seven now, guys. Yeah, new and old. Yep. So form a third path. <laughs> so then class seven goes and saves Reen with some help from other people. At the very end, and Reen's all uh... fucking stupid. I, I cannot deal with that whole um, like uh, that shit's stupid. He's all ogre. Sorry, but that's and, uh, the cat is has a human form, of course, and that's the first time you see her. What's her name? Um, Cecilia, Celine, Celine. Yeah, so Celine. Um, she. You know, 
yeah. I think it's pretty cool little setup when you when you get Reen out of there. There's something kind of like good go down where oh, I think that's when the church comes and helps. Yeah, get yeah. you out of there because guys is part of the church now. You get to use his ship in the next chapter. So you brought Reen out of there. You fight. You fight the Chancellor, and then everyone comes you fight. It comes like it's like a four way battle down there, right? You gotta fight Angie, Georg. So you fight to like a kind of like a draw, and then like the church comes and saves you with their ship, and you peace out of there. Yeah. And then that's when the rivalries rivalries start, where basically the curse, ha- like for the curse to fully come back, all the other. Um, Magic knights have to absorb into one main knight to fight this other knight. Um, and that's what the rivalries are. So, yeah. Act two is basically the, at the beginning, you fight Crow, and then you're like, no, Crow, I, you can't. Crow gives his death speech. Crow gives his death speech like, uh, once, for how many times do you get a death speech now? Yeah, once every game, so at least four. <laughs> And then at the end of this game, he does it again. <laughs> so. I just like, I'm like, okay, Crow's gonna die. And then he's like, Green's like, no, you're not, you're not going out like that. So, anyways, then you save Crow, and he becomes your partner again. And you guys, uh, he he owes you interest on the Mira coin, fifty Mira coin. Which makes, in some ways, it makes sense that he come back because having Ordeen on your side. Basically makes sense for the, from a power level standpoint to have both of them. Yeah. So yeah, you get him and his magic knight, um, and then what's the rest of that act? Like you go and I. Th- oh, you, oh, you just gotta prove how fucking great you're. You gotta go fight um, Iliot's dad and Nightheart. That's well, another thing you, you do. The, basically, you get the rest of the. It's about proving. So you save your sister. It's basically proving how. Yeah. You prove yourself, and you get the rest of the crew. Basically, you get um, the princess, your sister. You save uh, what's her face, the Angie. You save Angie. Um, who else do you get? Angie's garbage. I she should have been better off dead. I I cannot stand her character. Yeah, she's like the most. It's just like she's the worst character, probably. She is. I don't see any like like her whole thing is I'm gay and I'm just going to hit on all girls, fourteen year old girls all the time. Yeah, even if they're a kid, I'm going to hit on them. Yeah. Even though I'm a year older than some people, I'm gonna act like I'm way older because it makes it sound even more perverted. So yeah, you save Angie. You get uh, you get the one. Do you fight with there? Do you fight Claire or no? Does Claire? You fight Claire there, right? Yeah, you fight Claire. You get Angie back in uh, that water that water town. What's it called? Um, or something or right? Yeah, or just this, is this where Crow has the five year key at? Yeah, yeah, that key he had. I have, I have, it, I have it, I have it in my notes. The fucking five year key. He's like, yeah, this is where B to train me. I just for some reason. He doesn't, he doesn't act like it's weird that he has the fucking key from five years ago in his pocket. That, like you said, that could be a translation thing, but what, what else were they going to be talking about the whole time if it wasn't for the key, though? Like, just open the fucking door and go ahead. Yeah. Uh, it's... Ordis. You gotta go to Ordis. 
Yes. And Crow knows where the and that's where Crow knows where the underground entrance. He's like, "Hey guys, I saved the key. We're good." <laughs> this is for V to train me. Yeah. And well, you're going there because so, you say let me, let me you think somebody down. else is there, right? Fight Crow, you save Crow at this shrine on the island, and then uh, you have to go. To get more intel, so you start in orders. Okay, and that's where you say the princess and Toa. Well, no, I didn't think the princess is there. I thought that yeah, the, um, the princess is there because I thought the mom was there and she doesn't go with you. Yeah, and the princess okay. is somewhere else. It's Toa and uh, the mom. Right. Yeah, and what's her face? The um, the one I just said I hated. What's her face? <laughs> Angie. Angie. Yeah, you fight all that. You fight Angie and you fight yes. uh, Claire and Red Rosewise, which is, yeah. Angelica is Red yeah. Rosewise, which is stupid. You know why? She, like, stupid, like they did with Crow, where they put a mask on it and call her a different name, and you're like, oh, are you supposed to, like, think that it, maybe it's not Angie? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And they don't, they don't ever explain how they resur- resurrect any of these people. Well, Angie never died. Crow was dead. And then Georg brought him back to life somehow, some way. Same thing with Angie. Angie yeah. has her vitals. Uh, but it's like every time they're with the mask, they all have like a different – like Crow couldn't remember anything. Angie can remember stuff, but she still was controlled. Or she couldn't remember – Angie can remember that she was um... – Love little girls. Yeah. She can remember that, but, but that's about it. Anything else? And then like, oh, Laura's dad can remember everything, but he still fought against yeah. these guys, which is amazing. because he's so fucking strong. He just nothing can stop his memory. Yeah. So yeah, then you uh, go to Saint Ark, uh, and then you save Tita and the princess, which is where you fight Elliot's dad, and then you get to use Agate for that one, which. Agate was great to use in the third game because he was super powerful, and then in this game he sucks. By the time you get him, all your guys are way more powerful than him. And he's got locked orbs too, so locked orbs, locked main, like yeah. he's pretty much just Randy. Him and Randy are pretty much the same fucking thing. Yep, yep. And then eventually, uh, Gaius gets that CP plus eighty attack or thing. Yeah, he does. So I never really used them unless when I had to. Yeah. And then you go back to leaves, and you go to the school, and you get the professor back, and you get your sister back, and Tio, right? Um. Well, yeah, that's when you fight. Yeah, well, you, the one professor bounces, right? Mos- Marakov or whatever. Do you leave? Oh yeah, you you fight the ones from the first game, those professors. Yeah, the one that was with George or Gay or whatever however you want it to say. It's, he's a, he's got two names, but they're pretty much the same fucking thing, just said two different George ways. Gayor, good job. <laughs> like when they explained how he got his name, like it was pretty dumb. He's like, I took the two letters from the last name. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, just fucking go by George, motherfucker. Just drop the whole Gay or fucking thing. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that's and then uh, so then. After you get wasn't back, like you, you, you did like the uh... what okay. I was gonna say after you, get... say you do the whole sorry <laughs> you go ahead oh you do the whole like dungeon thing with that um with the Professor Smith has set up 
is that what you're about to go into? Yeah, that's when you say you do that one final like. Uh... Which is that whole thing was annoying as fuck because it was overly complicated for no reason. Yeah, that was on the worst dungeons. Like I hated. It's like you go in a thing like, oh, your EP's draining. You gotta find the switch. And I'm like looking at my EP, and it's like it's going down by one, like every second. And I'm like, who fucking cares? I will just teleport back to the thing and get it. Like, are you trying to make you're like trying to make it seem like you're doing these creative dungeons? But it's so fucking stupid. It means absolutely nothing. Who cares if your EP's draining? Just teleport back to the thing and get it back. It's not like you're locked in in that room forever when a boss fight while your EP's draining or something. Well, and I hated those. I hated all those dungeons from the third game, and I was like, oh, we have to do one more of these bitches. Oh, I hate it so much. Yeah. I hated it. The dungeon design in this game is just... Yeah. It's old. They need, that's one thing I could say maybe back to gameplay. Like, I wish they could do better in the next ones. Is like, their dungeon design needs to get better. It's so, it's so basic at this point, like, I'm bored. Like, if you're gonna, if, yeah. If you're gonna try to make it a little more complex, then add maybe some puzzles or some shit. But this arbitrary bullshit that they keep throwing out there, just like, okay, it's obvious. I can see you have to go this way, hit a switch, and then come back. Like, it's not. It's just going out of my way. Really, there's nothing involved in it. Yeah. So then, after you get everyone back together, you have this huge like meeting with all, <clears throat> all the. Uh, Sky guys and the guys from Crossbell, and you meet on the ship, and you go you're gonna go through with uh, the plant like what's her name? Uh, Mrs. Miles Mirage plan, and then you attacked by Orbor. Oh no! Before before that though, before that, everybody stands up from SSS, the Bracers, and Class Seven, and says, "No, we we cannot do this plan. Oh right, find another way. Yeah, find another way." And then they get we're, we're only twenty fucking people, and y'all have a million people, but we're gonna find another way. Right. And so then they all get attacked by the prince, and Ar- Ar- is it the prince in um, Ouroboros, Right. Uh, yeah, Shirley's with him. That's his like his little fucking bitch there. So yeah, they're getting everybody's they're, everybody's there though. I think they're getting their ass like so. We kind of sent like go to a draw and then what it is you fight the prince and then you you fight him to basically like a draw you start winning and then orbo shows up with all their shit and then you they're like oh fuck we're gonna lose and then like muse is like we're gonna ram this bitch into oroboros you're like oh shit what's what oh she gives like she, does she give her death speech yeah she gives her like speech like i'm gonna take one for the team and reen's like no you can't do that and then i'll no, I think what she's doing that is when uh, Oliver shows up, right? Yeah. Well, he talks her out, he, of it, and then the principal is going to do it instead. And then, yeah, okay. All that's about to happen. Then the Radiant Wings show up with Tillball and yeah. uh, Patrick somehow. <laughs> Fucking Patrick. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I keep making him a, a somewhat important character. He's a fucking douchebag. He was like your rival. In the I guess he is like one of the house nobles. Yeah, he's a noble, yeah. He's, like he's a, a douchebag in the first one. Yeah. He's a noble dickhead in the first one. That was Reen's rival, but he's like so below Reen at this point. It's just hilarious. <laughs> it's like... Yes, Reen is the fucking Ashen Awakener with a fucking Divine Knight. And fucking all Patrick is is he wants to fuck your sister. Right, and he he's good at fencing. 
even Alan, <laughs> even, even Alan kicks his ass now. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's like he, he shows up with the Radiant Wings. You're like, all right, Tomal and Patrick. <laughs> and they make Tomal and be like a scroll. They're like, hey, man, how did you survive? You're just a regular dude. Fuck, he's like, is he? Is he that much of a bitch? Like, I think Tomo's kind of cool. Yeah, I like Tomo uh, because he's got that badass magic, the arts uh, accessory. They're like, uh, they like bust on him because he's like weak, but he's a pretty good fucking arts user, and he's a pretty good bracer apparently. So I don't know why they like make him out to be yeah. some scrub. Apparently, he survived. Like, yeah, so apparently, or in the third game, their ship got blown up by Gerg, but as you find out, uh, the ship was. Still blown up, but uh, he made it so that, that nobody would get. He gave somebody everybody a chance to live. Yeah, and then what's his face from Orboro saved his rival because he couldn't live without his rival, which is Phantom Thief. Phantom Thief, Blanc, Phantom Thief. So somehow Tobor didn't get hurt at all. Oliver loses an eye. Show and uh, yeah, it doesn't show how the prince uh, lost his eyeball. Um, but he did somehow and all that. And yeah, Toval's like, I don't know how I, how I don't have a scratch on me. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a piece of shit, I'm a piece of shit but I live somehow. Also, I think it's part of the bad translation. Like there's something else he could have said that was more clever. You know, like you can make that say whatever you want. I'm sure in Japanese yeah. it means something different, but like there is, they probably just made the most, I don't know how I got, you could be like, <laughs> You could have made it say anything. You could, you could have yeah. said, uh, "This one guy sacrificed himself for me." You could, you know, you could have went all, any way you wanted. But no, he's like, "I don't know how I survived." <laughs> but fuck you. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know. You don't see her. You don't see Laura's dad yet. So you're like, huh? Yeah. So you're like, okay, did he die? Or did he not die? And then, so they save you, and then Laura's dad, like all the like. Orbo's guys show up on screen and tell the prince to retreat. They retreat. Uh, so then all Orboros shows up. On do the- you think to the prince thing? Do you is it, does it seem to you like the prince is under the curse as much in this one as he is in three, or if he's just outright just being a little bitch? Because I always feel like he's just being a little bitch. No, because like he's under the curse because when you fight him in the final chapter. He like comes out of it, and becomes a little bitch again. For, like, right, so I'm saying that I feel like this whole time the the curse wasn't really controlling him as much as he was just using it for power. I feel like he was just a little bitch. He's pretty much a little bitch afterwards. He was a little bitch before. Yeah, and then he goes and joins the Ouroboros. Like what? The f- Anyways, we're yeah, gonna, we're gonna head ourselves. But so then Act Three is going through uh, preparing for the final because then they're like we're gonna do this. We're going to war in four days or whatever it is, right? Like four days. Main war to to end all wars. They're gonna go to war of Calvert in four days. So you got four days to prepare and finish some of the rivalries up, so you can make you can confront the uh, uh, not the emperor, but uh, your dad, the chancellor. So Act Three is. I think we missed. I think we skipped the part where Rufus got a knight. Oh yeah, that was uh when did he do that? It had been chapter two, that was in chapter I one. think. Chapter one? Chapter one, Rufus got his night when you guys are in Crossbell. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, whatever. Of course he did. 
<clears throat> so he's a little bitch. Uh, act three starts, and you have to go to the mirror so you can find out the truth about everything, like your dad and the curse and all that stuff. And that's where you that black, black robe girl. The what? You you do you remember that girl, the black robe girl from the first game? Because I don't remember her. What girl from the first game? The the fortune teller chick. You remember her from the first game? Because they said yeah, she was in the, she was in the, in the first game. Club. But that was by herself. Okay. Yeah, I remember her. I don't really remember her. Yeah, she's just weird. What was her story? I can't remember. There's something weird about her. They don't know where she came from or some shit. Well, see, I don't remember from the first one, so when she shows up in that one town, I'm just like, oh, is this, like, is this Trails previewing a fucking bad guy here? No, and I thought, that's I guess, the one thing I thought. The I guess blind, everybody else would. I thought that blind uh, reporter guy was going to be someone, but he wasn't. Yeah, I also thought that the one girl that you met, like, up in the mountain lodge area was going to be a bad guy, too, when she was, like, saying she knew who y'all were. Yeah. Then she's nobody either. I guess they were just trying to throw a bunch of shit at you since there was some they were trying to make you the think. last game, it was uh, that Black Albrecht. It was like some... Yeah, so obvious. So, man, they were trying to, make, they were trying to like, switch it up and throw a bunch of shit at you so you didn't know what the fuck was going on. But it's still a pretty easy to kind of yeah, figure out. As soon out. as I saw that guy, I was like, uh, Travis, I think this is the bad guy. And it was a bad guy. <laughs> I'm like, when you get to that guy, let me know if you think what I'm thinking. And you're like, yeah, he's, he's a bad guy. And then, well, what we didn't realize that was, that was Elise's dad, but still. Yeah, well, how the fuck, yeah. But anyways, um, and he's also taken over by the curse, by the way. So the curse is just so powerful, but they don't explain it. I hate that. Oh, I hate that. Deus Ex Machina shit. So, um, yes. so then, yeah, you have to go to the, you have to go through this dungeon where you have to prove yourself again. So you have to prove yourself to Vita. You have to prove yourself to... Who else? Uh, the principal. And then you gotta prove yourself to Rosalina, who is actually one of the four god guardians of the world or something, right? Uh, yeah. I, wish, I also, I wish she would not be in stupid young form and would just stay in her adult form, because it's annoying to me. But yep, That's another trope thing for Japan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you go to that, and that's where you find the truth about your dad, and then you have his heart, and that... And then the Iron Maiden's backstory. Yeah. Uh, so she's watching over Dracul's soul for eternity, for forever, I guess. Um, yeah. What else do you learn? That's where you learn that Ebonite is, you know, a self-aware, becomes self-aware and becomes bad because he wants to control the... It's one of those stupid, like, control-the-world plots. I hate it. Ugh. That's... As soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, fuck. That game, it's done. It's over. They couldn't... I know. I, I, I feel like a lot of people might have seen that and been like, oh, okay, like, and really was into it. But I was just like, like this is fucking stupid. Like, I don't... This is what we got going on the rest of the... This is the rest of the story? Like... Like, it was so interesting the first two games, and then it's like, oh, this is all ever. It's just one big bad that's controlling everyone. It's like, how does something have that much power? I don't get, like, that. I feel like, yeah, the whole supernatural, crazy fucking demon that's taking over the whole country and the world, it's, it's 
when you figure start figuring that out, I'm just like, this is fucking stupid. It's like the writers like wrote themselves into a corner and had to figure out a way to bring everyone, and make it okay. Yeah, they. Yeah, I think it's a lot to do with making fucking just fucking rain be the greatest thing ever. The shit wasn't like that in Crossbell, and the amateur wasn't like that in uh, Sky either. So then you find, so yeah, so you figure that out, and then you gotta go do the rest of the rivalries, but you gotta fight uh, Fee's dad. Jaeger King. Yep. Fight Jaeger King first, right? Yep. Yeah. Fight the Jaeger King. Um, Which is, I, mean, I bitched about it with you on the chat, but it's so fucking stupid that you have to fight Zio one on one, and then the other guy one on one. And then fight the Air King. Like they're they're nobody compared to your whole team. It's just a way to blunt the fucking game out. Yeah. So then you fight you fight them. Uh, you fight the Jaeger King. You beat him. You absorb it. Like he doesn't want to live. Like you could have saved him like Crow, but he, then you're they're like, no, I'm ready to go or whatever. Right? He's yeah, cause he, yeah, because he didn't want to live in the first place. Like yeah. they brought him back. Is, against his will, basically. Black Ulbricht or, has a, the magic, which is Black Ulbricht basically is, uh, what's his name? The bad guy. I can't remember his name. Who? The Magic Knight. What's his name? Eben Knight. Yeah, Eben Knight. But what's his real name? Um, that I don't remember. It's something isn't it supposed to be no no. So the end, right? Um. Anyways, yeah. So he's controlled by him, anyways. Uh. It, but he brings everyone back to life. They don't explain that. That that annoys me too. I hate that. It's just he's. You have to accept. They don't. He has the power to bring people back to life and then control them. So, then like that. <clears throat> Uh, you fight him, then you fight the Iron Maiden chick, which is... In the Stall Ritter chicks. Stall Ritter, yep. Uh, which she was... Her whole like her whole reason for joining Ouroboros and was to get all the power so she can take down uh, Ishmeg, is, is, Ishmega? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, the, the Ebon Knight guy. So her goal was to basically do what you guys are already doing. But she could have just. Then she realized Reening's the greatest thing ever. So, like, I don't understand that her her reasoning is dumb. I'm yes. sorry, but that's that's that was like another bad, either bad writing or bad translation or something. Like, there's no way that had to be like that's the reason. Like, I want to get all the power for myself. Well, okay, but join with us. It doesn't really make any fucking sense, anyways, because like, Orbos Orbos wouldn't have known that. In the cross spell games, I wouldn't think they don't even care about the Great Twilight. That's not even like their. That's not like their whole revival in Evan Knight. Like they don't care about that. They don't even care about this. Right? If she joined Orbos, that's what she is in cross spell. So it makes like her storyline doesn't really match up with what she did in cross spell. Yeah. Well, I think the whole. Well, we'll kind of get into this later, but Ouroboros's whole thing. Like, I have a theory about it, because did you watch that video of, like, the very last Ouroboros thing? I forgot to, damn it. Oh. oh you can tell me what it is at, once we get to the end. Yeah. But, 
So like, Overwolf doesn't even care about this. Where the where this whole curse would have destroyed the world. So I have a theory about what's going on. Well, yeah, I feel like they kind of shot their load on this kind of, but hopefully they can save it Overwolf because this is way over the fucking top for yeah. a story that it's supposed to be an overarching story. You already you got the greatest fucking demon ever trying to destroy the world and you kill it. Well, how are you gonna really top that? <laughs> right. And like when they show Orboros no. then it's like almost like they're good. It's weird. Well, I mean, there's like the fanboy out there that think Orboros is are, are are kind of like the good guys. So that they're doing good things. So yeah, uh, so you absorb her. Well, you, you you convince her to join you, and then Rufus shows up and stabs. Her. I was about to be pissed if she joined you too. <laughs> I was kind of pissed that Rufus killed her too. I was like, oh, that's fucking. Funny. I don't know which one. I'm I kind of wanted to control her. For oh, the like guy Yeah, I wanted to play her for for at least. She's awesome. Yeah, I wanted to control her for at least one battle or something or a couple battles, but yeah, she's pretty like she's all she's a pretty awesome character. Yeah, she's the one character that's not like annoying or like weeby or stupid. Like she's was, very like. I thought it was cool when Aurelia and her fought in the third game. Like that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was that was like, one of the highlights of the third game for sure. So that. But yeah, so yeah, she you beat her, and then you eventually join you, and then Rufus kills her, and you get a little bit of her power, and Rufus takes the rest. Or Valmar can talk, right? Isn't that what she does? Valmar can talk, and then you get fucking what, uh, what's her face back, in like Jedi ghost form. Um, who? Milliam. Oh yeah. You get her. Jedi. You get Jedi Force Ghost Milliam. <laughs> like I don't even like she's just annoying. I mean, like when she pops up, I'm just like, please don't bring her back. Like I don't need and to see then, her voice anymore. Somehow just fell in love with her, which is dumb. Oh my god, I hated that. Yeah, I'm just like, really? <laughs> yeah, well, like he hated her so much in the first two games, and then all of a sudden he kind of liked her in the third game because they went on missions together or some shit. Yeah. The one, uh, the one pairing I did like though was a uh, Gaius and what was it? Uh, Vivi or sister, one of the twins. Like that was kind of cool. Was that a thing that I must must have overlooked? Yeah, they they put them together. Like in that, if you go... one, you talking about the one that was a nurse? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like if you walk around Michelheim or whatever it is, the the Disney World thing. Uh, you... oh, towards the end. Yeah, you can see them talking. And then the, okay, because you know... I went to all those and then skipped all of it because I was just like, I just want to get to the end. Yeah, they get it's probably of... important. They kind of get embarrassed. She gets kind of embarrassed, like she likes them. And guys is like, "Oh, we're just in the art club together. Back in the first game, remember?" <laughs> but he's a fucking <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, but yeah, they kind of pair off the the guys with everyone, which I kind of like how the the relationships do evolve. Like, you know, the prince Oliver's marrying uh, Shara and all that stuff. That's good. That's that is good shit because that actually kind of makes sense and it was kind of like I don't know that seems more fitting than some of the, of the shit they try to do mainly Reen and who whatever the fuck pick which apparently means nothing because Elisa's canon so yeah um, you do that and then the next day is like you, get, you have a day before the final battle so you do like the Disney World shit where you pick your love 
whoever your love is going to be. And then uh, Oliver asks Cher to marry him. Which, if you play this, which was I do, I I like that. I like that scene. Yeah, I like Cher. So I, I I'm kind of bummed you didn't get a controller at all, but but you use her uh, her order. Order. Yeah. Yeah, but she, I would like to have controller. I like to see see, see her whip and uh. Yeah. A little as I mean, she's at least she's one of the ones that's uh kind of cool from Sky that yep. they brought over. You don't get a controller, yeah, it's so cool if you play the Sky games from the start, like she hated Oliver, and then like they kind of grew on like. He kind of like grew yeah. up. Like he he showed. I don't know if he played those games. He like you know proves himself to her, and she starts falling for him. And like she push like he kind of stands offish. But then like they you can see it kind of like developing, and then it comes. Well, he he kind of plays like off as like like kind of like bye too. But I feel like more of that's like part of his cover up in Sky is to come off all like. Yeah, it kind of plays it like body, like, like, way... like him and Mueller are like lovers or something. But I think a lot of it is it's just like his cover up, so no one knows who the, what the fuck's going on with him, since no one knows he's the prince. Yeah. So a lot of those... I, I, I do. I like the. Um, did you like it when Shara's talking about Sarah and how she was like jealous of her and yeah, blah blah like blah. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it's cool because they are kind of like the same in some ways. They're both big drinkers and kind of like flirty and shit. Yeah. So yeah, you you do that and then you prepare for the final final battle. Um. Then you find out all these salt pyres show up and then each there's five of them and the, basically all the pro tags from all the other games and then some others. Each have to go to each pyre to everybody. Every it's like fifty fucking people you have at the end. Yeah. So that way, class all class seven is that's left that goes to the main battle, and then you go to the main battle or the, main, the final dungeon and you fight the prince and you save him from the curse. You fight um... everybody. Oh yeah, gate. We didn't make that Gayor came back at some point. He tried to kill himself, and oh, you're like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no. Before the last, ri- oh, so before the rivalries, you can do. They have like a a beam that shoots out and protects you from, or blocks you from doing the rivalry, so you can't get stronger. Then you, ha- so you have to take out a ship, on one where you fight, um, Elisa's mom, the professor, and Georg, and then Georg's about to shoot himself, and you save his ass. You say like, like trails style. Nobody, no, no man down. No man left behind. Garrick pulls out the gun. Is about to blow himself away. <laughs> Fucking crows right there. Goes, they, nope. Or is it crow or is it Angie saves him? I can't remember one. Of them. It, it does, it's Angie. Angie comes out nowhere and like punches the fucking thing. I'm like Jesus. <laughs> somebody, could somebody just fucking die? Like real? Like somebody who's not already fucking dead? And then Claire and Lecter tried to like, like I'm trying to figure out what was Claire like. Claire and Lecter had this plan that they were gonna lose, like some cult shit that they were gonna lose and then kill themselves when they lose. Because as soon as they lose, they like pull the gun. Well, Claire pulls out a gun. Lecter pulls out like a, a knife. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Is like we all like as like some cult shit. Like, all right, we're gonna do this and then we're gonna kill ourselves. Yeah. So that happens. Um... So yeah, you you say you beat basically you beat uh, Claire and Lecter, they get knocked out, they the curse goes off them, and you're like, oh, we're friends again, yay. Uh, then you fight the prince, and 
He becomes a little bitch again. Shirley, and Shirley. And Shirley, apparently Shirley was never, like, so Shirley's not, it seems like anybody from Ouroboros is on the curse. Only the people who the game wants to be on the curse, yeah. apparently. Shirley's, even though I think she might, I don't even know if she draws any power from the curse, or does she? I think she does. Uh, she says she gives some, like, gave some of her power to the prince or some shit. Yeah. So, anyways, like, they somehow, they, they're never really, like, evilly affected by the curse some for some fucking reason. And then you fight McBurn. Which was a kind of a cool fight, but then I feel like they kind of blew their load with him, too, because he's, like, that's, like, a crazy-ass fucking, like, he's the strongest thing ever. He's, like, he's not even from this world. Yeah. He's stronger than anything well, ever. McBurn, uh, it's, like, yeah, there's more to come with him. It's interesting. Like, at least he finally has another side to him because he's just like, I just want to fight the strongest guys forever. Because, like, the only way for him to remember anything is to fight someone really strong, which is dumb. Like, I I just, I don't really like his character in general. This more, like, the way he looks. To me, I feel like if you're going to have the baddest motherfucker ever, I feel like he should look, he just kind of looks like a tool, I think. He always but... wears sunglasses. That's why he's cool. And it's like, this dude, his whole design, like, I want to I just, he doesn't look, like, if you look, like, if I showed you a bunch of characters, no one's ever picking that motherfucker to be the strongest motherfucker. Yeah. He doesn't look like somebody well, who would be a complete badass. badass. So. Yeah. Anyways, then he's like, oh, shit. Uh, here's some power. I, I remember who I am now, and I'm fuck Ouroboros. And so, like, then he just. I gotta go ask the, uh, the fool and uh, uh, somebody else some questions. Yeah, Campanello. Yeah, yeah. I, and he gives you that. He gives you that item that you can use in the mech fights. And then, then you go fight Rufus, and then <laughs> fucking uh, uses bitch slaps Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so fucking. Yeah, before you do, I'm gonna knock some sense into you and knock some fucking out. Like he's already fucking like half. He's about to pass fuck out, and then you, <laughs> just helps. To do the job a little quicker. Yeah. But, which, all right, <laughs> Thank I you, guys. Uh, Rufus, that was not under the curse, and he was just only yes. one power, and his only, the reason he couldn't have any power uh, was because uh, he was a loner. Like, he didn't have the power. Yeah, he, he, he was the opposite of Reen. Reen wanted everybody's help, but. No power yeah. friendship for Rufus, so he lost. Which, I was disappointed in that, because I either saw. For one, he was actually going to be playing the chancellor. It was actually going to be turn out to be a, a good guy. Or two, he was playing the chancellor, and he was actually going to be like a big bad, bad guy. That would cool. Yeah, I, I was thinking, okay, because he he's he's either one, he's he's really fooling the chancellor. Is what I was thinking, or two, he just seems like such a bitch. Like he is he is the he is the really evil fucking person. Yeah. So I, I guess not. He's a goes to jail, right? Isn't that what his whole stick is? Yeah, he goes to jail. So I don't know. I feel like uh, they played it too safe with all these characters. They didn't like go the whole way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they do this shit in trails. What it seems like is like they don't want they want to save everybody for everything. So yeah, just keep them around. Rufus's power, and then you go fight the Chancellor. You beat the Chancellor, um, and then you get the bad ending, which is the only way to stop Ishmelga, Ishmelga is Re- Reen's gonna like his 
Green Crow and Milium have a threesome, and they have, Rain absorbs his power, and he becomes a corporeal, and he flies into the outer space, and then they blow up or die. And Crow's like, "Hey, I'm going with you, bro." And Milliam's like, I, I, "I'm dead too, anyway, so I'm coming." Yeah, and there's like feathers floating all over the place. They're like, "Oh!" And in class, everyone's like, "He'll be back someday." I'm like, "No, he fucking won't. He fucking he turned into feathers. He's not coming back. Like, stop after." And then if you come back and do the ending again, uh, then he, I forget, I forget what the the trick is or something. Oh, you have you have that piece. You get that piece from. Yeah, Defeating you the, that, the quest, yeah. Yeah, and then use that to give yourself a chance against Ishmelga. Like, oh wait, we do have that one piece where that will give us some strength to fight him. And then so you fight him, and then you beat him, and then. Uh... I thought that fight was not as hard. I feel like the Chancellor was harder than that fight. Well, I beat the fuck out of Chancellor without him actually really going to returns, but. I bet he was stronger because he could kill everybody in one hit. Where I didn't feel like those enemies, that boss really hit that hard. It was just annoying to keep switching back and forth. Yeah. So, uh, you do that. Both those endings are canon somehow. You, uh, you tell me how that fucking works. I don't know, but apparently both endings are canon. Yeah. Rain is dead, and he's not dead. That's how great he is. He can also be dead and not dead. So... Yeah, you, you fight Ishmelga and you kill him and Rain's hair goes back to normal uh, and then all the magic knights put all their power together, revive Crow he gets his normal hair Carlo back No, before but Crow does he, he has to get that fucking that death speech in first though He has his death speech They make good at those and they make the sword real so that way you can transfer the consciousness of Milium into the other homunculus that you, hey, I, wonder oh, I forgot. This, I wonder what this. Yeah, is I forgot. When you're at the black, you're at the black workshop. You're like, huh? I wonder what's in there. Why what's in that little box there? And it's the other million body. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, because they can't kill. Dad, not killing nobody off. When Elisa's dad wasn't being controlled by the curse, he made another million. So that's another one that at least they killed him off. I guess. William's dad, or Elisa's dad. Yeah, he's so stupid. He's like, his line was like, oh, I, it sucks that I've only had this like 20 seconds with you, but this has been the best 20 seconds of my life. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like that's, that's translation here. And maybe it is, but I'm just like, well, you, you spent like, probably like, quite a few, like t- at least 10 years with her as her, as when she was growing up. That wasn't, the best years of your life these 20 fucking seconds was yeah I'm glad they didn't kill him because they would kept him back alive too I was going to flip the fuck out so yeah and then <laughs> that's, that's the end of the game and then um, then you Sharon and Oliver get wet get married and that is to me that's the best part of the game is when they start showing you know I'm not very sentimental with any of these characters really myself but when they're showing the art and playing that music I'm just like ah it is yeah, you kind of saved it for those hours, and you know all these characters and their stories. So yeah, yeah it, it saved it for me a little bit. Even though I think I would prefer a more bittersweet ending. Yeah. Um, at the time, yeah, uh, it's it's good shit. The art sells it for me. They're they're drawn very well. So yeah, that's the story. Um, so, well, so what happens at the end of the Warboats? Because I didn't see this thing. 
Oh, it, it's like uh, at the end of three where they have like the flames and stuff, and then you get to see um the main the main bad person or the main person. Grandmaster. Grandmaster shows up, and she's like, "Well, uh, well, yeah, it's a her. I didn't know it was a woman, so that was, that was news to me. I guess you find out in Crossbell. That's what some people are saying. Um, but the Grandmaster's a woman." And uh, they were just there to observe anyways because this world is not their world. So I think there's like a, another planet or something that our world comes from or the, like the planet you're on now. Like, Well, they've kind of like lead to that with whole Emma's thing about McBurn was like, oh, yeah, like it's something we – or even guys is like, oh, yeah, it's something we don't like to talk about basically because we're lying to you motherfuckers. Yeah, it's like the – you can only go so far in the in the ocean before you turn back around or you're you know like you don't you don't go you can only go so far before things get weird so i think there's like some kind of magic barrier where you can't go to the other side of the planet or something so, pro- so probably they're going to do calvert next maybe a two parter there and then they're going to start in the in the the second half of trails is going to be all that shit yeah for what i understand I thought they said Trails was 40% done after Cold Steel 3, which seems fucking crazy. That's a lot of games. It'll only be 40% done. We're going to be like in our 50s before this is over. Yeah, and it's like, there'll be too many characters. Like, because obviously they're only going to kill one out of every 100 characters off, so. I, I am, I'm in, interested in the next game, though, because it's supposed to be structured different. Yeah. I'm always going to be interested. Reading more. I love the characterization, if anything. Like, I love the characters, a lot of them. Um, I love Sky characters, but I didn't care too much about Class 7. I mean, there's, like, I liked Fee, and I like Laura, and some of those characters. Uh, oh, Juno's my favorite out of all of this. I think she's got the most personality, but... Yeah. She's kind of like the second main character. She's a lead of Class 7, or second Class 7. Oh, yeah, easily, because Kurt's kind of like, meh, and Allie, even though I think Allie does have good character development, she does. Um, um, but she's still not nowhere near her as... Like, she's pretty much just, like, brains, like... Kid. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, on a great story, uh, I'm going to go ahead and... I'm going to give it a 2.5, just because the Deuces Machina... Like, they still have... The characterization of everyone's still great. It's just the whole everyone's under the curse kind of ruined it for me. Like, everyone's been under the curse all four games. Like the emperor's been under the curse. Yeah, everyone's been under the curse. I'm like, uh, that just no. Like every, that just like makes everything everyone ever did not mean anything. So I'm kind of disappointed in the story. Um, I'm gonna agree. With, I would say two, but I, I think the the ending with the wedding kind of does save it. Yeah, but it takes it uh, takes half, half, half a point for me, so I'll go two point five. It takes it takes a wedding from characters from another game that you care about more for it to save the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I cared about. I, well, I mean, I cared. I cared about all those characters and, and like seeing um, as much as I hate Angie and the fact that Crow lives in some ways. When you see Angie and George coming back, like when you see the picture of Toa, George, Angie, and Crow, it's just kind of like, uh, all right, I see what I see what you're going for, and it does. It worked. It worked for me, yeah. even though that in reality, I, I, I hate George and I hate Angie. 
Yeah. You know, and I hate that Crow came back, but I feel like they played up the whole Disney fairy tale indie better than I thought they would have. I like the characters, but you're right. They kind of water them down by making them, like, give them all this plot armor, basically, where they can't die. Yeah, and so it's like when you keep playing, you keep playing, it's like you don't fucking. You. It's like the opposite. Of, it's like the opposite of Game of. It's like the opposite of Game of Thrones. When you watch Game of Thrones, you're like, ah, oh, this motherfucker might die. <laughs> when you're playing trails, you're like, oh, none of these motherfuckers are gonna die. It feels like it loses some of its uh, emotional value when they're just gonna come back to life anyways. You know, it's like you feel like you've been robbed of that. Like when Crow died in the second game, it was like, oh crap, they, he he died. You know what I mean? Right. You're like, oh, that he had a good arc. You know, you at least. You had to have that one battle together, and you fought, you know, and you saved the world or saved whatever. That was cool. And then he's like, nope, he's back to life. Because <laughs> Black uh, Oprah brought they, back life. And they, and they do it over and over again, and they never really kill villains either. Like I was telling you, like, um, whatever fuck her name is, uh, Maribel. Um, she should be dead. Like, you fucked her up in Crossbell. She was like, please, friend, she betrayed you. Yeah, and then you fucked her up, and then you're just like, oh, like you do. Same thing with the lawyer dude. The lawyer dude's the one who destroyed fucked everybody over in Crossville, and you like you let him live. Like I don't understand. And I guess every you're not they don't go around killing people. I guess is their whole shtick and trails. I just like people aren't evil. Yeah, like they, the people you can the people you control aren't evil. They're not going to kill anybody. I just love that they they uh, like in cross well, the first game they killed G off like off screen, <laughs> and he died. He died. Yeah. He died in the, the crossbow games, but he didn't, he was an unnamed character. Well, then like uh, Vulcan or V dies in the second one, and they and then they act all like depressed about it. I'm like, who fucking cares? Like, who's like, I don't care what that fucking dude. Yeah. They don't care. All, to me, they never kill off anybody you actually care about. Really. The only one they tried to do was Crow. And I mean, at least they killed off the Emperor. Like, at least he died. Chancellor? Or Chancellor. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's fair, but it's like, I ha I had no emotion. Like, I hated that motherfucker for four games, so I don't really care they died. Even though the way the game makes out to be, he was doing all this to save the world. Right. Which is a cop-out, so whatever. All right, so yeah, that was the story. Uh, congratulations if you made it through that. Um, if you play the game, you'll understand what we're talking about. So, if you haven't played the game, you're probably really bored right now. Um, yeah, I'm curious how many people love the story and don't. Because in the other Discord, it seems like it's about half and half. I just thought Paul's going to five out of five. I, I'm not, she said she like. I don't hate the I don't hate the story. I just felt like it was disappointing, and they copped out. They took the easy way. I said, I just need more. I need more maturity with it, and maybe that's, maybe that's not what they're trying to do. Maybe, so maybe I should expect that. Type of game. This is what you're saying. Well, I would even like. I think there's a if you're gonna do like a fantasy charming adventure like Lunar Style, then do that. If you want to do a political war story like Sukaden or something, then do that. But this line when they try to balance those things. I don't know, it just, it's not charming because it's like, there, there is a war going on but they make it, this whole third path, we're not going to do bad things. I it's just, to me, it's, I don't know, it just irks the fuck out of me. Like, yeah. It makes it not enjoyable for me. 
It wasn't really that bad in Sky because it wasn't really a war. You were just kind of fighting the Warboros and some other people. Yeah, and then I don't know. It, but but and in Crossbell, even though it irked me a little bit in Crossbell, I could see why they didn't do it. They were cops and stuff like. It just it fit better. But in this one, it's like there is there's two fucking wars to go on this whole fucking game, and both times you pick to find the alternate third path somehow and. Yeah. Well, it's just it's they're both cop outs well that's what i like about sky it's like you're the bracer guild you can kind of you are the third party like you're the, you can go where the right. police can't go basically because you're like the outside entity and yeah ho hopefully with the next game they can and like the way the characters developed are so much better because you know a gate agate you know at first was like the loner and he kind of joins the group because he has to and then you know, he ends up training like those three like convicts, yeah, those three guys, and becoming bracers. And they're they're only a good, they're only a bracer. Like I don't know, like that whole thing where he trains those guys, and together they're one bracer. You know what I mean? Like they can't be by themselves. Yeah. But together they're at least good enough, and they become a brace. Like that whole that whole stuff, like all that crap was like I loved all that. How like they rank up and like they do missions and um I don't know, all that stuff was awesome. Like I love that kind of premise. Where it's not like a school thing where you're trying to teach people. It's like... See, I think for me, I see like 1 and 3, I think, better than 2 and 4. And I don't even like the school premise, but I feel like the build-up on 1 and 3 are actually pretty good. Whereas I feel like the conclusion for 2 and 4 didn't... The build-up was a letdown. Yeah. I thought the build-up to, to 2 wasn't... Like, I, got, I remember getting so irked about how, like, you keep going to the tower and everybody keeps coming and bailing you out. Yeah. You're a bunch of scrubs. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to play the next game. I bitched the whole time I played for how irked, irked I was. But they're the only series doing what they're doing. Yeah. There's nothing out there that's out there. There's, it's got this overall arcing story. And, like, so as much as it annoys me and seems like it annoys you, like, Nothing else doing it, so obviously I'm going to play the next game, and I'll yeah, probably bitch. Nothing, <laughs> but... nothing that can touch this game and and the the depth and the breadth of how big the story is. It is disappointing on some of the choices they make. I guess is what, yeah. what it boils down to. Like this story is yeah. a two point five, but I still think the overall like cr like trails stories is like a five for me. Like I love all all that stuff, you know. They just need to turn for me. They need to turn it, the the stupid shit down a little bit. The the weeb shit needs to go, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. Just start fucking like being more accountable for the shit they do instead of always having to cop out. Yeah, having a deuce. It's like the deuce ex machina. They just keep like, oh, here comes yeah. uh, Oliver from. <laughs> Is that Prince? That's a new like. It's that Prince. No one's more It's like yeah. WWE. Like all of a sudden, you hear like, "Is that Stone Cold's <laughs> music?" <laughs> and here comes Prince coming through with the radiant wings. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, we we everybody called it. They weren't fucking dead. So it's like that's the whole thing. We knew they weren't fucking dead. We called it right when it happened. Or like we both were like, maybe one of them's dead. Like we'll we'll say like, yeah. yes, yes, maybe one of them. But there's no way all three of those guys are dead. Especially not, not like that. Oliver. There's no way Oliver was dead. Right, especially not like that. 
It's just like, okay, he's up in the sky. Nope, man, no, he's gone. No, like, they're gonna. We both know trails. If there's a, if someone dies, there's going to be a death speech. They might not die during the death speech, but they do die. There's going to be a death speech. So. <sighs> All right. That takes us to our next yes. music break, uh, which is my pick. Um, and my pick is Awakening of the Great Dragon. And I think this is when uh, you fight the like the the last uh, sub mission, right? Side quest is when you fight that dragon thing. I think this is the music from it. Is that? And I think it also plays. Um, it might play when you fight the dragon thing again from the third game. Uh, uh, bone dragon guy. Yeah, I think because you fight him again. I think you might fight him when we get the three party split at the end. But it, it plays a couple times in the game. So yeah, uh, what's it called? Yeah, I think I think it's a, I think I think it is a repeat from when you fight the Bone Dragon and the third game, I believe. Yeah, this is called Awakening. It's a good track. Yeah, Awakening of the Great Dragon. So here it is.
Okay, and that was Awakening of the Great Dragon. Now on to visuals. Um, vis uh, the Cold Steel games have never been great on visuals. And I honestly like it better, kind of like the Super Nintendo style from like Cold Steel and Crossbow where they have like portraits and stuff. I don't know how you feel about that, but like these kind of 3D models are okay, but they're just not great. And I think they could just do a really good kind of like... Uh, sprite thing instead of doing it like this, don't you? I would... You mean you like Sky and Crossbells look better? Yeah. I think they could... I, I think they could... I mean, I, I, I love that aesthetic as well. I think um, they could do, like, put more time into that and make it look like uh, uh, Octopath, you know? Or it looked really good. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I mean, I, I, I can see that argument. I mean, I kind of like... I kind of like the look of it myself, really. I think three looks the engine looks a lot um, more better than um, the one and two. No, it's not that much different. I, I mean, it's yeah, still it's two, like, a little bit more detailed and stuff. One and two was made for Vita, so it definitely yeah. looks better than that uh, for sure. But I don't know. I'm just kind of I'm just mad on the visuals for like the characters, like the court, like all the art and like. Uh, that kind of stuff is done really well. It's just the main, like the scene, like everything's kind of pixely and blocky still, you know, for a PlayStation. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I agree, but I mean, Falcom's, they just, I mean, they don't have a budget probably to make top tier. Like, if you, I don't know if you've seen the new Tales of Rise look of that. I mean, that shit looks awesome. Like, I mean, they just don't have the budget for that, I don't think. Yeah, um, but they have especially with all the money they, they could re-release these and you know on PlayStation and make so much money. I think you know. Yeah. Like if they release uh, a I mean, I, 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 I kind of like this aesthetic. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty good. Good amount of um, enemy design and stuff like that, and they all look. A lot of the bosses look unique. There's a lot of fucking characters. I mean, there is a lot of designs. But I mean, I can see what you're saying. It's not. It's not. It's for PS. It, it still looks like fucking probably PS3, early PS3. Yeah. yeah, it looks like early PS3 look. But I mean, I think that's just Falcom and and their budget and what they choose to put. I'm not hate like I'm not time into. I think that if with their budget, they could do a lot better if they just went to the sprite look. You know. That's fair. But I think it's too late at this point. They can't go back. It is what it is. No, I, I don't. I bet the new game is going to look just like this. I, I, it's going to be the same engine, I'm sure. It's going to be on PS4. It's not going to be a PS5 game. Right. So you know, maybe. I mean, I, 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 other than like some of the weird weeb shit, I, I mean, I like the aesthetic for the most part, and you kind of change your character's looks somewhat. I don't understand this whole fucking changing the hair color shit. That's stupid to me, but... Yeah. I took everybody's hat off, because it looked stupid. Like Emma's hat. Oh, yeah. Emma's hat was so bad. His hat off, and Elliot's hat off, too. I'm just not... I'm not none of these motherfuckers are walking around with hats with me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have anything you want to... You're more into the, this visual music stuff is more your area. So if you want to rant and rave on anything like that, I'm I'm kind of meh on all of it. I mean, I like 
I like uh, the designs and stuff, and I like reading in ogre mode and all that kind of stuff. But nothing like uh, was great to me. So, or you can go. You can go ahead and rank it then. I was gonna give it three. I mean, it's not bad. It's just not. I prefer something different. If they're gonna, I feel like they gotta go one way or the other. Like go hard into how they were with like crossbell and all that stuff with that kind of style, or you know, make this like the next game look really good with their three D models. Like I feel like the art doesn't match the three D model. If that makes sense. Like the art looks really good, but the three D models don't look like that. Yeah, I mean, I can understand. That, I mean, I said the the 3D models themselves, they're not, they're PS3 style shit, and we're in, PS5. We're, we're in the PS5 at this point. So yeah, to me, I guess I still kind of like it. I mean, I like anime looking stuff, just not when it's pervy. So it's aesthetically still kind of appealing to me. Like I said, I think that uh, enemy designs are pretty cool, and there's quite a few different ones. There's a bunch. Most of the bosses are unique. Yeah. There's just a bunch. Of, there's a bunch of characters that um, you know, that all look completely different from. None of them really look the same. Yeah, except for like the NPCs, all look the same. There's like five. Okay, so yeah, four for me. Uh, I, I I mean I think Stockholm has less than fifty people working for them last I heard, so it's not like they don't they're not fucking Twitter or Namco line die where they just Yeah, I get it. I feel like they, I feel like they I feel like they put a lot of their time, at least for this series, into the writing. But like okay, so I mean why is eight why is eight and why is nine look like this I don't know if it's like a similar engine because they, they all have that kind of same look. I I agree with you with why I thought Wise look way better um, the sprites, but I don't I don't know if I I do like the sprites for Crossbell though. So I, just, I don't think I don't think I don't think, I, I can't go back to the sprites after seeing the three D models now myself because the game play, the game I think plays smoothly in turbo mode and the. Yeah, you can't go back, but I wish they never went that way in the first place, I guess. So. That's fair, but it probably, the series probably would be dead if it didn't. That's true. I guess, uh, going back, like, so the visuals are mad, but the music is amazing. So how is the music so good? That That's my other thing. Well, because that, because that, this Falcom sound team is just fucking awesome. So it's. Music. There's a bunch of different. I don't. I don't know how many composers. But their music has always been pretty fucking Music's awesome. Music's cheaper than visuals. Is what you're saying? It's easier to have good music than is to have good visuals. The, I, I, that, I, I, I have no clue. I, I think these people they work. You know, these people work for Falcom. They're, I know it's not subbed out. I don't know how many composers actually worked in this game. I know it's at least two. But I mean, they they just have an awesome team. I think. I mean, I'm I'm I like all their music. Hmm. I just I think for them, I don't think they care about visuals as much. I I don't think they think that's a selling point. I think they think it's good enough to sell, and I guess it is. I mean, I think Wise Eight sold extremely well, and I imagine I don't know if Cold Steel Four sold well. I'm going to assume it did because Cold Steel Three did. Yeah, I guess to them, why, 
you know why they're, I don't think they're gonna change it up till they feel like they have to change it up. That's it's cool. like Tails ran that same fucking Tails ran that same fucking engine or look from Tales of Vesperia all the way up to Tales of Vesperia. It, it sounds like I'm saying the same fucking game, but it's two different games. Which is like a, it's like a, a ten year span there and they ran the same engine and they just recently changed it up. So I don't think Falcom's gonna change it up until maybe after Falberg. Alright. Um, so, the music, uh, like you said, it was the Falcom team. I looked at the composers. Uh, I don't know if any of these uh, sound familiar to you. Hiato, Sonata, Takiharo, Unciaga. So, so I think Sonata is one of the guys that everybody loves, I think. When I was reading the YouTube comments on some of the songs, apparently... There's one guy that everybody. There's two guys. One of them everybody loves, and one guy some people think is not that great. I think Sonata is the one that everybody loves. But I, as far as their name, yeah, he was the first name. So, uh, yeah, if you read all the comments, like people love. Like, I'm not a huge like music. I'm like tone deaf probably. Like I, I don't appreciate it like a lot of people do. I know there's some things that will hit me, um, but it's not like I can tell what. Do you play? Every game with do you ever do you ever like tune music out and put podcasts or other music on or do you usually no, stay engaged? I feel like I tr- I can't concentrate as much when I have podcast on. Like if I'm playing a game like this, I want to be like processing the story and what's going on. And I feel like if I'm listening to a podcast, I kind of lose like I don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I agree. What's going on? I don't understand what's going on. There are people who do that. There are people who like play games and just cut the music out and just don't and I don't see how you you can do it but I guess the only time I do like I listen to a podcast when I'm playing games like when I'm grinding you know right you know it makes fucking sense you want to hear that fucking song play over and over again that ballad music play over and over again for an hour right I own the Cold Steel 1 and 2 on my phone I bought those I'll probably buy 3 and 4 just to support the team yeah yep so all right, what do you uh, what do you reckon it? The music, uh, I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I will also give it a four. I, uh, there wasn't like that. I, had that... I was gonna say there wasn't that one song that really like there wasn't a few like really hit me. So, but it's I mean, there's not really a bad. It's all composed. It sounds amazing when you listen to it by itself. The wedding song is the one that really, really got me. And I was thinking the whole time, like, oh, I thought like three had a good soundtrack, better soundtrack. But then, like, I was bitching about the thing. But now, the more I think about it, it's because four uses a lot of tracks from three, just like two uses a lot of tracks from one. Yeah, they're basically two. They're basically like, they make it like. They're just one big game. Yeah. Yeah. It's one really big game, but there's no way they can do a 400 hour game. Or whatever. I think Cold Steel 1 has the best soundtrack out of the four myself, but I, I think they're all like good. I think Josh's harmonica and all that stuff, like that that stuff really hits you when you hear like his harmonica song. Like I love that one. Well he's was playing he's fucking playing harmonica in the in the concert. <laughs> I, I was like, okay, I get it you can play harmonica, Josh, but no way. <laughs> You're gonna harmonica like be able to be in this huge production with a fucking harmonica, with, with, with fucking like world traveling musicians like Ellie and his sister. Like <laughs> fuck out of here. 
like, uh, someone turn, yeah. this, turn the harmonica down. <laughs> we don't need the. <laughs> That's fucking trails being fucking trails trying to get everybody involved. It, Josh doesn't realize they didn't turn his microphone off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Josh, you can play your microphone. Just stand over there. <laughs> uh, all right, so that brings us to the next music break, uh, which is your first pick. Uh, Travis, what was that? Do you remember? Um, what, is it, what was the name of that one I picked? Uh, you picked um, still to the Front. Yeah, still, still to the Front. Yeah. Which is uh, kind of a beat song. It's, I think they play it when you first get reading back and they're discussing things. And they play it a couple other times on the airship when when they're going over what the game considers to be important uh, plans. Which it's not really anything important they're talking about, but the music is pretty awesome. I was just saying, so here it is. Yep, here is still to the front. still to the front uh next category is our overall um and as brent used to say uh this is our expectations versus reality um how we felt what we thought what the game was going to be and then what we uh kind of how we overall thought about it um for me i kind of this is pretty much what i expected i mean i'm a little disappointed the story i thought there would be a better story choice so I guess I, overall, I'd say I'm a little disappointed. Uh, I'm still gonna give it a four. Um, it's it's a good game. It's well made. Stories, the characterization. I feel like a lot is lost in translation in this game, and um, the difference between Exceed and uh, was it Nihon or who? Who's Nisa? Nisa. Uh, translation teams, I think, is a big difference. If you play one and two compared to three and four, I think you can see a lot. Like, I think if you go in some Reddit, I was going in some Reddit uh, threads, and they're like, 
showing the difference between like the same kind of translation in one and two compared to three, like the localization. Because localization is different than translation. Like if you straight up translate, right? You can make it. You make it sound how we would say it in America versus right, you're right. Versus how they like. Just because it's like that's a direct translation, that's not mean that was the intent. Because, like, I think in Jap- Japanese, like, same the same word can mean different things depending on how you say it or how, where you say it in the sentence. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, and for, uh, this game, this game, you would think it wouldn't be as hard as some other games to translate because I feel like it shouldn't be that much different in some ways but i don't know i, I thought that girl maybe she's not in charge anymore because i thought she left Exceed and went to nisa well i heard she left nisa too. And, okay so yeah maybe i would have to ask paul's about it because she's she, i think paul's is pretty in knowledgeable and all that shit so yeah I think she might have. She worked for Natsume for a long time. I know she still works for some video game company, so she knows a lot of shit. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it did a lot of translation. So, yeah, I thought the. But the gameplay and everything like that, uh, the music and all that kind of stuff, was up to my expectations. Um, I had a fun time playing it. I liked the whole, you know, figure out your battle system and figure out your way you want to play. Um, so I'm going to give it a 3.5 as my overall. I am going to give it a 3. I, with the whole curse thing and everybody, no one's evil other than fucking Rufus and uh, Chancellor's saving the world and Rain's the greatest fucking thing ever. Shit just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And even though I, even though I had fun playing the game for the most part first gameplay wise um it's a long fucking game to me be doing like similar shit <laughs> in combat for 90 hours right and with the story not really it wasn't like i don't know it's hard for me to really say like i, I i've you seen i played the shit out of it in like the last two fucking weeks so i can't say that I wasn't wanting to play it, but the story, I don't know, I just, I didn't give a shit that much about seeing what was going to happen next. It was just like, go to this dungeon, fucking do what I want to do as far as combat, and then hear whatever stupid shit they have to say next, and then go to the next place. That's pretty much what I felt for After most of the game. that, like, the, the pool thing where you saw the story, the backstory to everything, there wasn't really any mystery anymore, so it kind of kind of became just... Let's finish up the emperor or the, the chancellor and get this thing over with, basically. Right. I feel like they. I feel like they showed you that shit too early. I think. Yeah. They should have. Didn't showed you that. Because then you're just like, okay, I, I, I know what the fuck's up, and I got played this for twenty five more hours, and. Right. I already know how it's gonna go down. Like maybe not exactly, but you kind of. Yeah, you definitely get an idea of what's gonna happen. So that will bring us to uh, replayability and extra content. Um, There's not really much replayability unless you're going for the trophy. Uh, So there's not a lot 
and then extra content there's there's not really extra content I would say you can get the extra ending but you don't have to replay the whole game for that and that you can do that right away so I don't really I don't really count that as extra content um Travis you got anything um no I don't really think oh I mean they're you played it again but I guess they're really isn't anything extra and since the game lets you patch out for the extra ending or Whatever the hell, however you can get the extra ending, there is no reason, I don't think, to or is really replay it, other than if you're a trophy chaser, I guess. So I'm going to give it a 2. Or if, you're a or if you want to play on a harder setting. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 2, uh, just for that, because you can do, there's something you do, but it's not really worth it. What about you? Yeah, I'll give it a 2 as well. I, I can see... If, um, well, I guess I could see playing it like what you're doing for the trophy, playing it on Nightmare probably isn't as It's not challenging at all. Probably appealing. It's more it was more Right, so I can see Right. So I can see maybe replaying the game again on Nightmare with not a new game plus to get the extra challenge. But on that uh, and uh, that in the trophy, I don't see any reason to replay the game. Are you really gonna go through a hundred I'm sure games some people have some difficult battles? That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's other games to play. No, but there are, there are people who like probably love this game way more than me and you, and they're probably already replaying it again. True. You know how people are. Like, especially if you're like, I mean, me and you were 14 or 15. We didn't have really nothing else to fucking do and didn't have the money to buy the game. We'd probably be playing this shit again. <laughs> probably. No. Well, I mean, one. we played to Codrigger and Final Fantasy VI a million times, I'm sure, so. That's true. All right. Um, uh, but for us, two. That. And then the last music break is uh, Travis's pick as well. And it's called Radiant Hope. Uh, you want to explain why you picked that? Yeah, it's the track that plays during the wedding when they're showing all the art to everybody. And I mean, I said I don't have much emotional impact to this game or the characters. Some some people, but it, it did get me in the feels a little bit when this track was playing in the art, and I mean, it's a pretty long song, six seven minutes. So <laughs> if you want to hear the whole thing, skip ahead. But I really liked it, and I think it's fitting into the series for Cold Steel. So here's Radiant Hope.
Okay, that was Radiant Hope. Um, so the next game that we are planning on doing is with uh, Nick as well, and that's going to be Cthulhu Saves Christmas, right? Which he, which, yeah, which he is not enjoying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's only like a 10-hour game. We're going to try to get it up before Christmas, um, so hopefully we'll finish it this week and maybe record next week sometime. I'm off. Yeah, I'm off all next week, so I'm free. So hopefully we can figure out a time where we can all do it. Um, yeah, it's only like a ten-hour game, so I'm already like two hours in. So it won't take me. I'll probably finish it this week sometime. Um, how far? You said you're only a couple hours in. I should have no problem finishing it this week. Yeah, I should have no problem finishing it unless I just get stuck on the boss battle on the difficulty I'm on. Yeah, but either way, I should be able to finish it within this week. I'm nothing. I was playing AM Samia Files, which I do like a lot, but uh, we'll just put that on the back burner until I finish this game so we can try to get this thing out. Yeah, we're going to try to do that. And then I think after that, uh, Blaine's playing Cyberpunk, I'm playing Cyberpunk, and then Nick's going to play Cyberpunk, so we're probably going to do a Cyberpunk pod sometime next month. Uh, not sure, because uh, Nick said his woman's playing it first, so. I don't know. I'm not sure how long it takes her to play a game, but hopefully sometime in January we can get Cyberpunk going. And then after that, I'm not sure what we have really planned. It's going to probably... We might do... Yeah, it. you had said before you want to do, like, the sequels to the um, to the moon or where the fuck it was. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess we can do those whenever. Yeah, I want to play those because kind of, I played the first one. I kind of want to, Those other ones are really short. We can do them for the show and that'd be good. Uh, quick show, so some content in there. All right. But other than that, I just to figure out what the three of us want to play as far as our next like. Yeah. Game. So we'll figure that out probably between us by the next podcast. We'll figure that out. Um, yeah. And then if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can join us on our Discord. Um, or you can email us at rpgshow.podcast at gmail.com uh, or check us out on Facebook where you can find both of those uh, the RPG show uh, on Facebook um, Do I ever have much traffic on Facebook? I don't have Facebook so I don't know what goes on there nah, I mean we get a couple page views a day really but nothing crazy um and then you can listen to our friends Blaine and James on the Is It Worth a podcast. Uh, and then we also do the RPG Roundtable. We haven't done one in a while because Blaine's been working crazy hours. So we're probably getting one of those out sometime soon, hopefully. Um, other than that, uh, basically the main way to get a hold of us is on Discord. You can join us. We haven't had any new people in a while, so hopefully we can get some new peeps. Uh, I haven't had anybody new since fucking Bursnick. <laughs> I, I, I hope he's not the last one to join. Maybe. Uh, you got anything to add? Um, no, I think you pretty much got it covered. Alright, as always, thanks for listening, and until next time, bye everyone. Bye.